Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Breakout, episode number 53 for Wednesday, August 31st. It is the last day of 54? August. I feel like we said 53 Final. last time. Uh, no, we're we're going to keep having this numbers debate. <laughs> yeah. from now I'm on relatively infinity. sure we said 52 last time, Nick. We I don't know. I think I made can't. a big deal about 53. What? Why? There's no, there no God. <laughs> oh, wait, I can actually see. I can roll down in. No, last week was 52 because I keep all of my notes. I have secret notes that you guys don't have, right. and I keep all of my notes in a separate doc. Fine. Uh, ooh, I might be wrong actually. No, we didn't. We didn't play that. We didn't have it last week. I was yeah, gone. we did not have. A, and you guys uh, were you guys were week. too scared. You guys were too scared to stream because <laughs> you didn't have this clean intro like you have right here. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to, to Breakout, man. I, I, I fucked I fucked all that up because this is like a sloppy copy, right? This is like a first draft. Oh yeah. Do it again. I'm <laughs> yeah. still not a fan of that that term. What sloppy copy? You're, yeah, you're the one who introduced me to that, and like it still never sat well with me. Why, uh, Chad? Did you all ever have sloppy copies in school? That's what you called like a first draft of a paper, a sloppy copy. Um, oh yeah, it does. I guess the more you think about it, the worse it could be. It could be bad. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Breakout. This is uh, the Escapist uh, Live uh, talk show every Wednesday night. My name is Marty, and I'm joined by Casey Wosu and Nicolandra. What up? You and. Today, we're going to speak so much because it is the eaves of August. No, the eaves of September. Yeah, September yeah. Eve. Yeah, it's September Eve. Uh, and so we're going to uh, talk about some great things like how September is weirdly shaping up to be like E3 Part 2, which I don't know how that happened. I don't know when it happened, but it seems very <laughs> exciting. And all that's going to be starting like a week from now. Um, we're also going to touch on Immortality, a game that KC just reviewed. It's uh, a, the, a big, shiny new game that's on Game Pass and PC by uh, Sam Barlow and the folks at Half Mermaid. And it's, it's interesting because it's an FMV game, full motion video. 99.9% .9 of the game is human people on the screen doing things. Uh, so we chat a little bit about how there's been a weird history of FMV games and how the modern FMV games are actually pretty good, especially the games that kind of incorporate FMV stuff into um, non-FMV stuff. And then we're gonna talk about what we've been playing and watching. Because you know what, sometimes when we're not on streams, and we're done with our sloppy copies and waiting for some edits. We we play stuff and watch stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna change our Slack name for ready for edits to sloppy edits. Sloppy copies. Oh, sloppy copies. You can't just do sloppy edits because sloppy edits. Yeah, like that, it doesn't That's have the same. Sloppy effect. copies and edits. <laughs> did no one? No, I can't believe no one in chat did sloppy copies. I definitely had sloppy. No, we call them rough drafts. You just said sloppy. Yeah, copies. like like a normal person. <laughs> No, but you said sloppy copies, and then you're like, oh, I, I want to be cool. I, I want to be cool. I think in else. Michigan, when I was in elementary school in Michigan, we had sloppy copies, and then Nebraska mm. was rough, rough drafts because, you know, Puritan Republican state, you know. They know <laughs> is, being, is being sloppy like a liberal thing? <laughs> Probably. Sloppy liberals <laughs> at it again. Uh, Lampy knows of sloppy copies, not insane. David Bateman yeah. can confirm sloppy copies. Hashtag team sloppy. It's probably like it's probably like one of those things like different states have different terms for it. Like you know, some states like say soda. Some it's not necessarily that. It's that it, it rhymes with something else that I'm pretty sure no one else is familiar with. Or if I were to say it, they would immediately become familiar with it and then would never unforget it. Is this a, so I kind of just don't even want. Is this a slur? <laughs> no, it's not a slur. It's just gross. Okay. It's just gross terminology. This is the rare instance where I'm on the other side of the fence. Usually, it's someone brings something up, and Casey's like, "I don't know what that is." I'm He's like, like, "I don't know what that is." This is what Casey's term is for incest: sloppy copy. No, 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 no. <laughs> we gotta stop talking about incest, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna be know. honest. 
Do I have to be adult in the room and say we need to stop talking about it? <laughs> Nick's brought it up on two different live shows this week, and somehow it ends up being deflected onto me. Nick brought it up on oh, the boy. fucking recap Tuesday, which, by the way, check out the recap every Tuesday at noon uh, for your Darren Mooney fix Great talk on show. all things uh, television and, and movies. And uh, this upcoming week, we're going to be talking about uh, Lord of the Rings Rings of Power, which is probably not going to have any incest, hopefully. Right? Yeah, you never know. Lord of the Rings? No, that's a safe one. Yeah. Fucking William Lee says less than five minutes and no, I'm not I feel like I'm getting fucking gaslit by you guys. You are. I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> fucking lamp. You are you and you know it. <laughs> Clap your hands. Sloppy yeah. copies. Uh speaking of uh something that doesn't need a sloppy copy because it's live and in chat. Like you just won't stop. You just won't stop saying it. <laughs> uh I know. It says it sounds it sounds nice. Uh <laughs> you with the hashtag party party. Uh <laughs> Uh, Nick, uh, we had something that wasn't sloppy. We had something that was pure and wonderful, and it was the launch of our Patreon. Yes. Would you like to tell folks about it? We have officially launched our Patreon, uh, which I guess people are calling out in the video that I said Patreon. I don't know. You can call it both things. Anyways, uh, Patreon has launched. Patreon, isn't that a a tequila? Patron? That's Patron. Patron, yeah. You you could have like a a Patron in your shop, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I mean, Patre- Patreon, Patreon well, is a it is a play a on the idea yeah. of a patron of the arts. Yeah. Fine. We've launched. It doesn't that. matter what's called. <laughs> it's our third subscription platform, so you can now subscribe on the Escapist Plus on the website, YouTube memberships, or Patreon. We are recommending that you switch over to Patreon if you are a YouTube member, uh, because we do get a ninety-two percent cut of your subscription over there compared to just 70% on YouTube. Uh, so all I can tell you is that we have like one <laughs> X of the current subscribers on Patreon that we do on YouTube and it's already a huge difference. Uh, so if you want to subscribe and support us over there, go do that. Uh, there's a bunch of new yes, benefits for new tiers like Community Choice where every other week you get to vote on what we're gonna play for game night with the community. Uh, we have mailbags, so you get like physical postcards of Adventurer's Nigh art that's created by L. Cheshire, so it's like actual art, not just like thrown together thumbnails. Uh, and then uh, there's also the God tier. I mean, no, no shade to our uh, thumbnails because our thumbnails are actually dope. No, as the, shit. the thumbnails are, <laughs> thumbnails the are amazing. I excitedly saying, send them to Nick or yeah, to KC a bunch. Yeah, yeah, no, the uh, the art is the thumbnails. I'm just saying, like, it's not like just you know goofy looking postcards, like the legit right, art. It's, just, it's additional <laughs> yeah. art. Yep. Uh, but other than that, yeah, you know, we're doing a, a new a spinoff to Adventures Night, which Marty's part of, and Casey and everybody officially know about now because we've had to keep it kind of secret from them for a while. I, mean, yeah, was, they've, I think we've unofficially known about it. For yeah, a while. it was a poorly kept secret, but I don't know what happened. What I don't know what any of it looks like. We've not seen it, so like I'm very excited to ex- yeah, guys, to see what the hell's going on. Yeah, but you, you guys didn't know about it for like the first like three months, and then I think I finally told you guys. <laughs> Because Amy found um, out about it. No, I think there's a lot of loose lips and ships. Yeah, there's honest, a lot of stuff. Like Will and Jamaica. You, you guys, yeah, I mean, everybody leaks everything on our streams all the time. Just people don't catch it. <laughs> I'm like sitting there, like Yahtzee, shut up, <laughs> Marty, shut up. Uh, what did I wait? What do, what do I do? <laughs> I'm sure I found out about it. Um, I don't know. Anyway, like, like when Jack had the idea, I was like, oh, he's doing this, and then like. A month after that, like it was confirmed because yeah. Will said something to me that I picked oh, yeah. up on. Will Will's the big mouth on the team. We already know that. 
I will. I don't know how he's a community manager. I don't know how he keeps it not leaking. Anything. He's not. That's why. Oh, okay. was not. <laughs> that's not his job. <laughs> he makes hot, hot tips and tricks videos for Roller Drum. Nope, not Roller Drum. What was the game called? Yeah, not yeah. Roller, roller Champions. champions. Not yeah, really. Yeah. They, 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 just put, they just put Will in the back room. Like you, you stay here. No secrets for you. Good. <laughs> uh, Steel Cloud Gamer says, "When is the spinoff?" That's it a might be question. asked. What is the spinoff? Uh, so the spinoff. Also a great question. We're not. Why telling is you, the spinoff? Yeah, we're not telling you any details about the spinoff, other than it's a whole new cast of characters, and it is connected. There to, was a date. Uh, well, it is October. We're releasing in October. Uh, no, no specific date yet, uh, but it is connected to the actual Adventures Night series. So there are, it is a good reason to watch it. And yeah. Because guest characters is funny. I've heard, I've heard it's very funny. So uh, it is. It also has, without um, being too hyperbolic, it has the most batshit ending. To a D and D campaign I've ever seen in my life, it is. Uh, it was like flabbergasting. <laughs> I I cannot wait. Yeah. And uh, Jurassic so, Joe asks, uh, how many episodes is going to be? It's going to be three episodes, but we have plans for a lot more spinoffs too. Where like Jack and I are already talking about other stuff, like a holiday special, and uh, there's other ideas we have. So what holiday? Uh, yeah, the the holiday of incest, just for you, Marty. No, no. <laughs> so many minutes. No, we went, nobody we wants this. <laughs> Ten minutes. I feel like I regret like setting you up to t-ball like a goof. I, yeah, <laughs> you you should never set me up with a t-ball. I will swing it at it every time, even if it's on a string. I wanted you to swing at it, just not in the direction of the outfield of the brother and sister oh. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, if you want to support Adventures Night, Patreon is a great way to do that. All that money goes right back into it. If you've noticed like all the increased animation and editing and everything, that's all thanks to being able to f- support it through uh, the Patreon. Or the I was going to say, think of SideQuest as like the moniker, a Star Wars story. And then I realized they canceled those after two of them. So maybe don't think of it that way. Now <laughs> <laughs> Sketcher also says, there should be a sign that says zero minutes until Marty mentions incest. I know, right? He just keeps mentioning it. Mousecatcher, of all the people, it was you. You broke my heart. You're my Fredo here. Uh, that was a Godfather uh, reference, Godfather 2, which you can hear more about on the recap podcast. We didn't talk about Godfather 2 at all. Oh, we did have a moment where Darren and I just started fucking like hyperventilating and talking about A24 movies. And at the end of it, like I got kind of dizzy. <laughs> we were getting so excited. It was great. So if you want to see people get dizzy on stream, go check that out. I like um, if I'm being honest. It's a lot of great stuff. You need to just quit your job, and then you can go be on the show. You can. We, oh wait, you, I was gonna say Casey could get dizzy with us when we do our community game night party this week, but he doesn't drink, so he does have to. But uh, you can you can still get dizzy if you don't drink. I wasn't drinking when I got dizzy at noon on a Tuesday. Yeah, just just touch fuzzy. Then you you get as dizzy as you need to be. Touch that fuzzy. was an incredible Yoshi's Island reference. Speaking of Yoshi's Island, made by the good folks at Nintendo, we are really excited about the month of September because there's. All sorts of shenanigans planned in the world of video games. Uh, some of them confirmed, some of them not confirmed. Um, with with sort of like the destruction of E3, um, we've we've gotten used to these weird little like pockets of events. Like we had Gamescom, which I think for for new announcements was by and large pretty friggin' underwhelming. Um, yeah. But uh, September is shaping up to have like a weird amount of really interesting things uh, starting next weekend with a I guess trio of events or two events um 
all weekend long next weekend is going to be D23, which is the annual sort of Disney celebration. And on the entertainment front, we're going to they're going to have, you know, panels that are going to be showcasing new stuff from Marvel movies and, and uh, Star Wars movies and stuff like that. So everyone's expecting like it's finally time. We're probably we might hear the actual casting of Fantastic Four. Uh, maybe Man, we'll get some news bleh. on the X-Men movie. Uh, would you, who, did you just say blah? Man. Yeah. I, oh God, I, I cannot stand Marvel. Fantastic Four. They're just the most boring. <laughs> it's because we've only gotten bad movies. No, because they were boring before movies. they had movies. <laughs> Their cartoon was boring. Like, how do you do that? How do you make a, a Saturday morning cartoon boring? This is, this it's is just true. hard. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. Uh, fucking hate God. I went for, I did a two hour stream with Yahtzee and now I'm going with you guys. I thought this was positivity pals. Turned out we're all the negative Nancys again. I just got to be on stream <laughs> yeah, with Darren because Darren's positivity. That's why I got dizzy because I'm not used to fucking streaming with people who are positive. <laughs> yeah, um, let's, uh, let's do a full breakdown of Marvel with Darren. I'm sure he'll make you real happy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That episode's going to be very sad. Um, and then, uh, but apart from that, they said on uh, Friday, so not this Friday, but the following Friday, there's going to be a Disney and Marvel Games panel. Um, and so... We might hear more about Star Wars games. Maybe we'll see more of Jedi Fallen Survivor. Yes. Um, also, in terms of the Marvel games, um, we know there's a bunch of development outside of uh, Spider-Man and uh, Wolverine. Maybe we see more of Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine. Maybe, Maybe we see Midnight what Amy Hennings makes. Midnight Suns. Yeah, what Amy Hennings Studios is working on. State again. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to keep getting... The can's just going to keep getting uh, kicked down the road. Uh, uh, but that's not all for that weekend because that weekend is also Ubisoft Forward which Ubisoft didn't have uh, their big, um, you know, E3 showcase this year. So uh, they're having it in September now. So that's really exciting. So uh, there have been some rumors around stuff around that, but I'm sure we'll see more of Skull and Bones, which is their big fall game. Um, we know, like, the Avatar game got delayed till uh, next year, but maybe we'll see more of that. Mario and Rabbids, um, you know, what's next for Assassin's Creed, all sorts of stuff like that. So I'm excited for that. And then the rumors started trickling out of both Nintendo and Sony having their own events this month, which would make sense because God of War is in like two months, and and they, and they just did the cover reveal with Game Informer, which usually yeah, which usually means that. like yeah, yeah. If they give exclusive coverage to Game Informer, it probably means that they're ready to it's start showing to everyone. Shit. Yeah, especially now that the last so, of us is out. Now that's all they have. Exactly. To yeah, yeah. I liked how there were heavy embargoes on what you couldn't couldn't show from the Last of Us. I was like, that's cute. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> that's cute uh, guys I made this announcement did you see my post this morning that we got DMCA from them uh, oh yeah for Helldivers <laughs> yeah we're writing up a news story about we didn't, we didn't even leak it we got it we got DMCA'd by Sony on just reporting yeah. on the leak of but that's not like too. a it's not like a guy like tracked down our thing no it was this literally shows his name in there <laughs> uh, oh really yeah it's a some representative representative of Sony Europe <laughs> Oh, mm. well, <laughs> yeah. you know to say about snitches? Yeah, snitches get our tweet taken down. That's what snitches get. <laughs> they got our uh, Twitter account. That's thorough. Yeah, that's a thorough <laughs> snitching. Um, but then also uh, rumors that Jeff Grubb is reporting. Although let's let's be honest, this Nintendo thing. Fucking every time I get my hopes up, they fucking shatter yeah, it again. They're, they're don't don't put any sock in this. I am. No, they have. They have I to have Charlie event. Brown getting ready to kick the football. They have to have an event because they have Lucy Nintendo Bayonetta, pulls it away. Like they have like four big games coming up over the next like three months. Bayonetta three, uh, Mario Rabbids, Mario Rabbids and uh, like maybe Advance War because War has been solved, so we can release the War game now. So that's fine. That's been six um, months. So, but excitingly, 
the, the rumors are bubbling up again that maybe because they have a couple gaps in their fall that maybe we finally hear of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess coming to Switch as well as Metroid Prime 1 Remastered, which would be very exciting because you know what I love? Rebuying games I've already bought twice. That so is to true. say, yeah. third oh, and time? Spl- and Splatoon 3, Peter Kennedy points out. Yes, that comes out. Uh, uh, Splatoon will be out by then, though. So, um, Which is usually I, like... They'll they probably till. still talk about it, they'll though. Say they will still Nintendo. talk about it. <laughs> talk about those lockers. I'll fucking, I'll fucking talk about those lockers all day. Um, and then, speaking of uh, football's being taken away from us, uh, Tokyo Game Show is uh, at, at, in the middle slash end of September. And it's been confirmed that folks like Capcom and Konami and Square are going to have announcements and streams from there. Uh, and Konami has confirmed that a beloved franchise is making a comeback. And so that brings up the, like, which part of the Triforce are they going to, like, hurt us with? Castlevania, well, Metal VG, Gear, or Silent Hill? VGC was saying it's none of those. Uh, and that they're saving those I, for the Game Awards or uh, <laughs> uh, the Sony event. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, gotta, I don't trust, I any, I don't trust any reporters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I trust VGC. VGC has been like if, good. if this is supposed to be for Tokyo Game Show, like I know um, Konami is a Japanese company, but like I think that's kind of a smaller scale show it to is. like have a big announcement. Yeah. So it probably will be something else, right? Like it'll be like a Contra <laughs> reboot. God, or something. I'd be so fucking sad if it was Contra. The problem is I love Contra, but like it's just but like that is just not what you want from them, right? Yeah. Uh, that being said, it would be really exciting if we finished Metal Gear and then they remastered them and then we just go and play Metal Gear again. <laughs> Fun to go play Metal Gear slightly prettier. That would be nice. Uh, yeah. But then most importantly, none of that matters because in uh, October, which um, I, I bought, I have an announcement, I bought tickets that were, I think the equivalent of 60 American dollars because I paid for it in yen using my credit card and I'm not sure if it was a scam or not. But the giant Persona concert is in October. Uh, I'm not going to Japan to the concert as much as I would love to. I bought the rights to stream it live at like three oh. in the morning because those are the concerts where they announce mainline Persona games. So it was hold at on, a concert okay. like this. They announced Persona 5. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I need to understand what what it is you purchased just now. You, I purchased you the right, right to stream to something on it? a to watch it the purchase to okay, right so not to like restream it right like you can't no 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 okay no. okay got it i purchased the right to watch a concert a live concert in japanese that's huh. going to be three in the three in the morning here on a uh a streaming platform i have certainly never heard of yeah are you, are you sure you'll be able to access this platform i am not <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, we, like WeChat in China or something. But the they have my money. I got. I, I've Marty, I'm Marty, Marty, Marty gives his, Marty gives his money to his favorite things that might not even exist. <laughs> I get well, excited if they do announce Persona Six, but it's in Japanese and they show no video, so you just don't know what happened. Also, I'm gonna be like, "What happened?" And then I'll go on Twitter, and then there will just immediately be that video. So we'll tweet it out. It's sixty dollars. I wonder if they spent their sixty dollars as well. But also, it'll be a concert, guys. It'll be a concert. In well, yeah, the music part will probably be great. Music, yeah, music's great. Music and those things are great. Can't you just watch the recorded version of it after? At not yeah, three not in live. the morning, I get excited at live things. I still get excited about things. Even guys. at three in the morning. Fucking, that's the most exciting time of the night. Are you kidding? You yell at me every time I come home at three in the morning. <laughs> I don't yell at you. I think it's fine to come over at three in the morning. I don't know. I don't give a shit. I'm not your dad. <laughs> come over whenever you want. <laughs> I just think you should have had some of that pizza on the way home. But who am I to say? There was pizza um, this weekend. 
There's pizza this weekend. Oh, you meant at the okay two weekends ago. I just think whatever weekend it was, you went downtown. I think I, you should always be having pizza. I had, it's a, wonderful. I had a subway sandwich at four in the morning Saturday. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> it wasn't bad. Was it? Because I don't think. I don't know. I'm very anti Subway. The, their new menus. Cut, they they got bad. they got rid of Jarrett. I wasn't. I'm, I don't. This is gonna sound bad. I don't care that they're employing a child molester. I just don't like their food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I'm anti Subway. I don't think. I think their bread smells like lockers. And not the good you, lockers. You're like out of there before that. Yeah, I was. Okay. I was. No, that's good. I'm, 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 I'm a subway hipster. Are you I, I was a Jimmy Jones guy? I fucking love Jimmy Jones. Oh, you like so the poachers, not the John Molesters. Wait, poachers? <laughs> yeah. Wait, they had Jimmy Jones has poachers? Yeah. What, the, guy, like, the, the guy that the guy that run like was literally the owner of Jimmy Jones was like outed for like poaching okay. African big game. Okay. Oh. And oh, okay. With the caveat that both things are bad. One is a lot worse. No, no argument. Two things can be bad with one yes. being a lot worse. This has been a bad. We made a mistake moving the show to the night because I feel like we why wouldn't have brought the, a lot of this stuff up. If why it was, are all the sandwich stops like have weird people? It's just a, it's like as generic. I don't know. That's going because it's generic. I think the best the, the joke both of you guys dropped was that Marty's favorite uh, sub shop is Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have a cousin's shop around you? I don't. Yeah, I'm not a. I don't know what cousins is. I'm assuming uh, it's a, a sandwich shop, but just not. Oh, it area. is. Maybe it's just local. Yeah. Yeah. Like we have Charlie's local. around here. Do you guys know what that is? <laughs> no. Is that the that's the British kid who got bit because he got his he went to the dentist? <laughs> Charlie bit me. <laughs> like, what do you think that kid's up to? Charlie bit my sandwich. <laughs> uh, making a bunch of money off of whatever NFT they turned that video into. Oh yeah, they did turn that video oh. into fucking NFT. I forgot about that. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. It was, was real like, stupid. They, they like they deleted like, every instance of it from the internet because of that or something. Did they get like Which $5 is, million? I don't think that's the thing you can do. Like they said they did that. I'm like, no, they definitely did not actually every, do people that. People downloaded <laughs> it on their Plex servers. Did they actually take that video off of YouTube? Because that was. Yeah, it's not on YouTube at least. Really? That was like the most viewed video ever on YouTube. Oh my God, they did. Uh, William says Charlie's British. Wasn't it? Charlie bit me. That really hurt. Yeah, they, those kids British. were super British. Either that yeah. or they're just really great actors. Incredible. Who should cast them in the Cursed Child? <laughs> Those are a couple of cursed children there. Um, you know where I bet you can watch that? My weird Japanese streaming site that I'm going to learn all about come October. Also, there is a non-zero chance that weekend comes around and I forget this is a thing. And then I wake up at like 8 in the morning oh, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed the concert. Yeah, you'll just go to sleep like regular and be like, oh, yeah. it's concert day. Uh, Lev, I fucking hated Herberts and Gerberts. I lived next to an Herberts and Gerberts in college. And that I just was sounds very like anti Herbert and Gerbert. Sounds like baby that, food. That name just sounds gross. Uh, well, sounds Gerber, like first off, Gerbert, Gerbers is baby food. And second off, it's just a word. It's just Herberts and Gerberts. It sounds like, like a mushy, mushy pea sandwich is what I, I've just imagined. A mushy <laughs> pea sandwich? Oh, like peas. Like peas. Not like a mushy piss sandwich. <laughs> no, no, not like that. It's like when you get like an Italian, like a, an Italian beef sandwich, and you can get it like dipped in the au jus. It's just dipped in au pee. All right, we can just we can just change the subject now. It's, that's okay. It's okay to do that. <laughs> can we just can we just end the show? Can we just like be like, wow? Yeah, I'm, I'm, we'll hovering, I'm hovering over the like streaming tr- button. Um, very close to it. Damn, this is what happens when we or, skip too many weeks. Or just we only skipped one week. That, yeah, that's too then, many weeks. The week before that, we skipped a week. 
What was in, um, our, was in our drinks tonight? <laughs> I have literally so much water. I've been I, drinking so much water today. That's all I've been doing, too. Allergies are killing me. Water's the problem, because I've also been drinking more water than usual. Something got put in the American water system today, then. I mean, that in Mississippi, they can't drink their water. Fucking systemic breakdown of America. Beer. Uh, beer is sterile fear bear beer Beer. i thought you just started yelling fear like the fucking (laughs) scarecrow attacked our water system (laughs) yes (laughs) started seeing Uh, scenes of saints row in my face (laughs) uh hey we're gonna move on to our main topic because that was enough fun and games but now we gotta get serious and talk about our favorite genre of video games fmv or full motion video um it's definitely not my favorite genre of video games uh Although it's one I find kind of fascinating. Casey, so you reviewed Immortality, which is yes. the latest game by Sam Barlow and the folks at uh, Half Mermaid. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, have, did, did you have a history with like FMV games before? Like, did you play any of these? I've listed a bunch of weird ones, which I'll, I'll talk about because a lot of them are like kind of like weird, just like video game history factotum. But did you ever play any of those growing up? Um, growing up? No, like I've I've seen the use of FMV in like this thing and that thing, mm-hmm. um, but I did play the last Sam Barlow game, uh, Telling Lies. I played that with my fiance on stream. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of fun with that, um, and I thought it was super interesting. So I was actually really excited to uh, check out Immortality, which was his next thing. Um, and um, if if you heard from the review, I was a little let down uh, by it overall. Like it has a lot of good things, but um. And without spoiling anything, because some of the other reviews I looked at, because I really wanted to see some other opinions and be like, like, because I really felt like I was I was going to be the outlier. And from what I've seen, I still feel like I'm probably the outlier. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like folks just seem to get something in that story that I just never did. And like I saw all the same stuff, like some of the reviews even went into great detail and were showing scenes that to me were like, these are just big ass spoilers as to what is going on in this yeah game. yeah i'm not gonna I name names, you there are a couple reviews where i'm like what are you doing yeah like, i was like what like so, yeah. like a, one review in particular shows like the very uh supposedly revealing final scene yeah in that game and like of course if you don't know what's going on like you don't know what it is in context but still like that just seems weird that they would do that but yeah. the fact that they would do that kind of speaks to what i was getting at in that you see all these things in that uh I'm sorry, I should start. I should go back and start with the preface that this this is a game that's about three fictional movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, an actress, Marissa Marcel, stars in them, um, but none of them ever get released. Some of them don't even get finished. And she kind of disappears from the public eye from that point forward. And it's like this big mystery. And you're sort of trying to figure out in this information, like what happened? Like, that's kind of your goal. Before you right? even go into discussing your reviews on it, as somebody that has never played any of Sam Barlow's games, Mm-hmm. Tell me why I would be interested in why I should play this because I feel like there's a, probably a ton of people in chat that have no idea okay. what these FMG, FMV games are or why they should play them because they just look weird to me. <laughs> and I know they are. Are you weird. a fan? Are you a fan at all of like true crime type stories, like podcasts or anything like that? Yeah, like Serial or you know, <laughs> yeah. like, or I mean, even like any of those documentaries that are just fucking everywhere now. Yeah, like like. Uh, yeah, like those Netflix documentaries that are about like a weird serial killer story or something like that. It can be. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that, that's yeah. been generally the thing, right? It's 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 sort of in that vein in terms of like uh, true crime, except you know it's completely fictional. But um, it's you who gets to be like the detective in the story. So like that's the appeal, right? It's like you get to partake in this weird mystery, and you 
are actively digging through an archive of, in this case, footage to figure out, you know, what happened. Like you piece together all the parts um, and the game rewards you by giving you, you know, additional information and additional details so that you get the full picture. But that's the reward is that you learn the mystery at the end of the story. Not necessarily that you're, you know, doing a bunch of like gameplay yeah, mechanics, yeah. whatnot. Yeah. So like in, in telling lies, that system actually worked worked really well because it used this search engine system where you had to type in stuff that characters might be saying. And if you were to type in something that um, linked to a scene that you hadn't seen before, then you get a bunch of information because you, you were smart enough to think, oh, well, because of this situation, someone might be mentioning this elsewhere. And then you search for it and you find it that way. Right. But it would only um, show you like the first five results of that thing. So if right. you like typed in the main character's first name, you would just get the first five scenes for that main character is either in or the first name or the name is said. And well, so if you they have say to, that, if, yeah, if that name is yeah. said in the scene. So like suddenly you're watching a scene and they're talking to someone on the phone and they mention the name Daniel. And you're like, whoa, I don't, who the fuck is Daniel? I've never heard of Daniel before. And so you type in the word Daniel and then you get five scenes about Daniel and you start being like, oh, Daniel's this person who worked at a bar called the Lazy Susan. And then you're like, oh, what's going on with the Lazy Susan? And then you type that in. Uh, I'm going to be honest, exactly. I don't think either of those things were in the game. <laughs> no, no, but those are good examples because you essentially pick up information organically from watching the scenes and then you decide where to dig to find out more information if anything is like relevant, right? Yeah. Um, immortality handles that sort of thing a little differently. It's the same concept where you're watching a bunch of footage, you have to find more footage that reveals the full story. But the thing is you use um, match cuts where you can hover over uh, a face, an item, and the game will extrapolate, oh, this looks sort of like this from this other scene. And then it'll show you a brand new scene that you've not seen before. Sometimes if you match a particular object and even though it's way easier than like typing a bunch of search terms and like going through like lists in a search engine, it sort of automates a lot of that investigation. And so like at first it's novel, but after a while it's like, all right, well, I've clicked on this face like a bunch of times and I've unlocked all the scenes that will let me that it will let me. So I can just watch all of them now. And then I, now I can pick a different thing to like focus on. It's, it's not really, you're not seeing something that interests you that leads you down a rabbit hole, like because the mechanics don't really allow for it. Yeah, so so that, actually, that was like, like my first gripe. Less, less interactivity already than telling lies. Yeah, exactly. So in, in that case, less, you think there's less interactivity than telling lies? Like I think interactivity in, yeah, like interactivity says like, you're probably doing the same amount of like, clicking around yeah. but it's definitely less mentally engaging yeah, like you don't have saying. to do as much thinking in regards to like the mystery i felt like more more yeah visual. yeah no i think there's still there's still a, a, a sort of a the creative thing about it is it's all this footage of like casey mentioned of these three movies that the actress shot one in the 60s one in the 70s one in the 90s and the first clue, I mean, aside from the fact that these three movies never saw the light of day and no one knows what happened to the actress. Aside from that, the th three clues that something is weird is that uh, it's the same 25 year old in all three movies. And so you're like, well, how, how the fuck did this happen? Like, how how is this lady yeah. 25 in the 60s, 70s and 90s? And so you have these like, that's the first like nugget of like, OK, something's weird here. But it's not just a minute of the movie it is also behind the scenes footage it's table reads it's um interviews on like fake kind of johnny carson-esque shows it's um um like promotional tour footage it's i like uh, scouting a location so there'll be like a scene where you know you'll watch the scene being filmed you'll hear someone say cut and then in a mirror you'll see the director walk by really quick mm. 
And if that's the first time you saw the director, like I got excited every time there was this one director. I was like, who the fuck directed this first movie? And I hadn't seen him. <laughs> yeah, in any scenes. And all of a sudden a man walks by a mirror and I'm like, pause, click his face. I need to know who this man is. And then I went down like a rabbit hole of the man and I loved it. I loved the rabbit hole of the man. And the thing is like that, that's like the initial hook is like, cause you, cause that's the task they give you like, Hey, figure out who all these people are and the events that happen for these productions. But again, without trying to spoil anything, there's sort of a, a secondary story. And that's where everything kind of breaks down for me because it turns out that all the stuff that you were doing beforehand, like the initial mystery is not all that important. Like, cause you, you'll, you'll eventually get that information. Like you'll learn why, you know, this movie never released mm-hmm. right and honestly it's not that big a mystery like like one of the second like, i think the very second video that they let you see literally tells you what happened you just get to see what happened so it's like it's it doesn't feel like a big revelation when you get these answers so the only thing that matters is answering like that final question is like when you see like okay there's something else going on here yeah but that never felt satisfying. Like for hours, I was digging and digging and digging into what that was. And it was super compelling to watch, but it never made any sense to me. Okay. I was extremely satisfied by that stuff. I will agree that like the meta story ends up being, I think I compared it to like Mulholland Drive or Lost Highway, like a, like a David Lynch movie, which is ultimately like less for me. Like you don't get concrete answers. You get like, and I fully knew and I, I knew that was going to be an outlier in saying like, you know what, <laughs> this is a little too abstract. Like it's not making enough sense. It's not giving me enough concrete information as to like why any of this is occurring and happening. But motherfuckers are going to eat this up. Like I know it. Yeah. <laughs> like people are going to go, oh, this is the best thing I've ever seen. But like I knew I just I knew I was going to be outlying that, in that regard. But like honestly, like that's not satisfying storytelling to me. Like too much of that is just kind of left in the air. And the stuff that is concrete isn't that interesting because they kind of tease you with this other thing that ends up kind of being nothing to me at least. I think it is interesting though because I think the um so someone who in the chat, mouse catcher in the chat, who was my friend and is now my enemy, said uh, this sounds like schlocky Oberdin. Uh, I think there are uh, there are fam- uh, familiar vibes to uh, Return of the Oberdin and Oberdin by the end of it, if you do everything, has a very literal clear line. You know, if you fully complete Oberdin, you know what the story is A to A to Z. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say this is schlocky. I think. I guess I Casey, I, I want to hear your thoughts, but um, I think the the writing and the performances, both like of the times in the movies and offset who these characters were in real life, I think are extremely well done. No, yeah, I agree with that 100 yeah. percent. Like if if these were just movies that I watched, like they, they wouldn't be like Academy Award winning. Sure. Like it wouldn't be like my fate, my new favorite movie, but they were super well done. Like the stories were interesting, like like for the in game movies, like they were interesting. And like I liked learning kind of what happened in those movies from beginning to end mm-hmm. uh, for all three of them. But again, like that can't carry the full experience because like I wasn't there to watch movies, you know, not like, you know, C-list, B-list movies. I was there to get this kind of mystery experience and, and you know, and play this, you know, interactive story game. And mm-hmm. that stuff just, like, it was mostly just like, hey, if you really like cinematography, really like movies, then watch these movies out of order. Because honestly, like, I, um, that was another issue I had. It was like, there's no way to kind of gate how you get some of that information. Like, I literally got the ending to the first movie, like, so early. 
And so that kind of it was a huge spoiler because it's a big twist in that first mm-hmm. movie. It was a spoiler for pretty much every scene I saw after that. So I like, think if I was to was... enjoy just the movie part, then it's like, OK, well, you can't control whether someone gets spoiled or not because of the way the game mechanics function. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's less about the destination and more about the journey. So, like, if you happen to stumble upon the final scene of a movie or what happened to cause this movie to never see the light of day, um, I wasn't like, well, shit, now I know this, the answer to everything. I was more of, oh, now this is going to retextualize everything when I see these two people talking off camera. I'm like, ooh, oh, okay, I understand what's going on here. Like, I'm trying to figure mm-hmm. out the friction in this relationship, or I'm trying to figure out, like, what was happening offset, or, like, is this is this weird Italian guy scummy? Which answer? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I solved in the game. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, to me, it, it feels a little bit like, uh, like a weird internet rabbit hole uh, 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 combined with, like, a jigsaw puzzle, which... And be honest, we know one of us loves jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, Marty's a huge jigsaw puzzle fan. Old man, old but, man Marty. Like it's it's really that like I, I really do like a lot of what's in there. It's just that as a as a coherent like experience, like by the end of it, like I it really just exhausted me in terms of just mm. uh both its mechanics and its its narrative. Like it's it's meta narrative. Like that, that story just took way too long to come to a head. And then when I finally got like credits to roll, it was like, I'm still sitting there like, wait, what the, what the hell just happened? Yeah. Like, I, like I'm honestly, I honestly feel like I need to spend another two, like, and I've, I spent 10 hours scrubbing through, like I watched almost everything in that clip forwards and backwards, like multiple times. And I still feel like I need to go back. Cause I know I didn't unlock every single clip. Yeah. If I go back and spend another two, three hours, am I going to be satisfied after that? Cause at this point I'm like, I, I don't feel like I'm having fun anymore. Like, why would I bother spending an additional three hours just to try and get what everyone else is getting out of it? Like, I feel like I feel like it's a wash for me at this point. Yeah. And there is like a um, it can sometimes feel a little pixel hunty, especially if you're mm-hmm. like it's funny. So I played um, I played it for probably f- four hours on PC on the uh, shared Steam account. And then it launched on Xbox and I wanted to play it on Xbox because uh, consoles are for adults and PCs are for babies. But I also wanted to play it on my couch and my TV and not at my (laughs) desk. Um, And so I restarted it and I at first I was like clicking on the same things. But then there was a gun and I was like, oh, I know the revelation when I click the gun. And it didn't send me to the thing it sent me to the first time. It sent me to something else. And I was like, well, fuck, how do I get to the thing? And I spent like two hours being like, how the fuck do I get back to that thing? I felt exactly like, exactly like there's there's no like the game will send you where it wants to send you. And but the thing is, you'll end up at the places you need to be at some point. It's just it's yeah. not under your control whether you figured something out to get there. And that was frustrating as well. Yeah, Oh, I will say something that the game does not tell you, which uh, I learned a little later. If you're going to play this game, play with headphones on. And play with a controller because vibration and subtle sounds are very important. Right. Exactly. Like, that's a thing that I did not notice until pretty late. And like, they should just straight up tell you that that's a thing that they do. Yeah. It, <laughs> I, it, it, I don't know. I don't want to say it would have made or, you know, it wouldn't make or break the experience, but it would definitely have been a lot more helpful because like stuff that I probably figured out later, I could have figured out a lot sooner if I had had those additional cues by, you know, holding yeah. a controller or the- having my headphones on. <sighs> Without spoiling anything cool, the reason we say that is because every once in a while in a scene, there will be a moment where your controller subtly vibrates and you hear this like subtle hum, I guess I would say. Uh, Mm -hmm. 
and at that point you can do something um so you can continue just watching the scene and finish it and then be like okay i'm gonna click the cat and see where the cat takes me or during those subtle moments you can do something and if that something happens you might be able to see something else and getting a lot of the mystery of the games uh, require you to be active in those moments when the game is queuing you up. Uh, and so if you are playing with a mouse or if you are playing on speakers or not super loud, you might just totally miss those cues. Mm -hmm. And if you did that, I feel like this would be a very strange experience. Did you play with the controller? Um, no, I, I played with a mouse, first of all, <laughs> and uh, I was playing with my fiance. So we, like we were watching it together mm -hmm. on speakers. So a lot of that's a lot of that stuff we didn't get until later and then we started questioning a bunch of stuff after the fact which is which explains why i went back and was like rewatching a bunch of stuff so like yeah, yeah added to the tedium i guess but still like i i reached the end like i saw a lot of that you know you know kind of secret stuff and like it just it just wasn't hitting yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it was not making any sense to me no i totally agree. like i wanted i wanted it to make sense like when it when it first popped up i was super interested I wanted to like that was pretty much the entire mystery from that point forward. Like I want to know what this is. Yeah. And, like just, everything I found just added didn't, to the computer. Didn't land with answering you. any questions. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm gonna, Nick, I'm after that 15 minutes, what? how do you feel about this? Dude? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, does this seem like something you'd be interested in playing? Yeah, yeah just something you'd want to actually try for yourself. Yeah. It's available on Game Pass. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm you know, I, as a games media person, I should probably give it a shot. See what see what it's all about. Uh, but I'm not huge on I'm not huge on point and click kind of stuff. Just doesn't really engage me. Not the kind of storytelling I get super into. There's boobs in it. All right, so There's definitely <laughs> boobs in it. There's definitely <laughs> boobs in it. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Also has lots of boobs in it. Dante's Inferno. Jesus, <laughs> literally. I like how you're like not not for me, but let me tell you about 2007's <laughs> game Dante's Inferno that I've been playing via stealing. <laughs> no, it's on it's on uh, EA Ultimate. Is that what you're playing it on? Yeah, I'm playing on my Xbox. Oh, jeez, I don't I don't believe you. Throw me in the bus. <laughs> check my achievements. I'm not gonna check your fucking achievements. Well, then you have no point. Um, <laughs> but I will say, I'm going to call you out on our title, though, because you say FMV games are alive and well, but I feel like this is the only FMV game that's alive and well. Uh, you are mistaken. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> prove me wrong. Uh, so, so, to, uh, so FMVs as a genre had like a weird, uh, it had like a boom in the late 80s and early 90s, and some of the famous games were uh, like Night Trap. If you remember, that was an mm -hmm. early game that the the man wanted to shut down because it was like you you were watching like uh, uh, like surveillance footage of a house that like a sorority was having a slumber party at, and there was uh -huh. like a killer who came in the house, and you had to like toggle between the cameras in order to try to save like the sorority girls from getting murdered. It's if you go up and play it now, it is tame. It is like a PG-13 movie. Like it is tame. Unlike Immortality, I think it's got zero boobs, which count me out. <laughs> um, but uh, because it was like realistic and because it was a video game, which they were like, these are for children, uh, it, mm -hmm. it got a lot of flack. And they, uh, they we were for children at the time. Like, that was, I don't know. It was a little. They were they were pushing it. I'm be honest. Damn, you would have you would have been if you were if you were an adult then you would have been on the crusade. Uh, let's <laughs> let's get rid of this. Uh, 
I mean, no, not to get rid of it, but at the very least, be like, hey, like your market is kids right now. Like it, there wasn't like this whole mature games meet, you know, like world. Like the market was children at the time. Then you want to make a slum like, fighting game about serial games too. Like adults who could who could buy. Well, sure they were, but but like right now today there's a market that says these games are for kids these games are for whatever these games are for adults back yeah. then it was like games were for kids and adults could play them because adults can do whatever the fuck they want yeah <laughs> but the games were for kids like that's just the truth this is fucking parent casey talking yeah this geez. is this is parent casey talking this is casey Only probably covered a kid on the, on the podcast and I'm just saying, they came up with the right answer: self-regulation. The ESRB was a good idea. Like, would you would you have preferred that there was just no ratings from that point forward? Yeah, Wild West. Yeah, my parents. Well, I mean, I I got to play Gears of War before I was of age, so I convinced my parents. Yeah, and that was that was your parents' decision. Yeah. No, it was my decision because I told them it was just like Halo. Oh, so you lied to Yeah, and then then my grandma came down and saw me chainsawing through a guy. Well, Marcus is screaming, "Fuck you!" She's like, "Oh." What did what did you you buy your son? <laughs> yeah, that's heavens. To be honest, then, then it's I put in Vivo Pinata, and it was all good. Because I got that. Yeah, that's, I got you, Gears of saw, War. You're sawing the poor animals in half. No, no, I got Gears of War, Vivo Pinata, and Mass Effect all at the same time, and it wasn't like the gore or anything that pissed off my parents. It was the sex in Mass Effect. So, yeah, that pissed off a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stupid blue alien boobs. <laughs> I think they were less upset about that than they were about the the gay scenes. Like, I think that's what really set people (laughs) off. It didn't upset my parents. They were just upset. (laughs) You could have romance in a video game. (laughs) How how graphic is the Mass Effect sex? Not really. Yeah, it's like PG-13. Yeah. It's like you you can see some some butt crack, some (laughs) cleavage. Butt crack. Interesting. Ooh la la. I mean, that one, uh, the, the one, the one character is like that ex-convict and she's like wearing nothing. Yeah, because in prison it got close. I, I, I guess jumpsuits were the thing. In. Not in space prison. Who knows? <laughs> uh, after nice Night Trap, there was, uh, there was a rush of certain horror games. Even like pre-Resident Evil, pre-Alone in the Dark, we had games like Seventh Guest and Phantasmagoria, which tried to do horror. Okay, you said uh, FMV games are alive and well. I'm getting here, Nick. Yeah, this he's, is a he's, long he's history. Of building up the history. Yeah. You saw I built a fucking dock, Nick. You I, I literally it have it. a second. You fucking moop. I don't even want to talk about FMV games anymore. Good. We just have Nick talk about 2007's Dante's Inferno. That's what everyone wants to hear. And you're yeah. just like, it's pretty good. There was boobs. I killed the guy. I'll have more thoughts next week. Like, subscribe. <laughs> wubba wubba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, uh, probably the biggest game of the time, the one that made millions of dollars in the arcade, even though it was like a completely broken game that was complete horseshit to play, was Dragon's Lair. Did you guys ever play Dragon's Lair? The, fully, the, the Don Bluth animated game. Never played it. Right. So it was I've, I've seen game. tons of it. Like it's in a million movies for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, cause it was like a gorgeous, like Don Bluth, who's an incredible artist, like did a, a, a hand drawn game about a warrior who went, a, a knight who went into a castle to save a princess. And it was like almost like choose your own adventure sort of stuff. Yeah. Space Ace was the space version of, of Dragon's Lair. Uh, then we got weird games. And my favorite ones of the weird games were uh, make my video Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Which I don't know if you guys yeah, know, but Wal- Mark Wahlberg was prominently featured in a video game where you could make a little music video for the Funky Bunch. That was all FMV. Uh, there was also Star Wars Rebel Assault 2, which was a, pretty much a Star Wars FMV game. Very bad and unplayable. Then we mm. got to the era of 
well, we can make a video game and then have the cutscenes or the people like be live action with the rest of the game not being. And that's when we got stuff like Myst, uh, Resident Evil 1, uh, Red Alert 3, which had Tim Curry, uh, Wing Commander, which had Mark Hamill, uh, Twisted Metal had an opening uh, cutscene like that. And then they went away for a long time. But then we got this resurgence in like 2015 to 2017. We saw stuff like Need for Speed 2015, which had a bunch of live action stuff, which Casey, you mentioned kind of neat. Yeah, I, I liked all that. It was super cheesy, but like I felt like they leaned into it. It, it and it was all it was all very stylized. It didn't just it wasn't just like regular people on like yeah. Film. Like they looked sort of like um that that whatever you call like that scanner darkly looking yeah aesthetic. like rotoscoping yeah oh, like it's sort yeah. of like that. I couldn't even make it in half an hour through that Need for Speed game. Those cutscenes were so cringy. <laughs> I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was just something different. Like I don't, to me it was like well you're taking a swing. I, like I preferred probably I preferred with. Need for Speed to run over that. <laughs> Did that have cool cuts? I played the run. I, I didn't play the run either. Yeah, it had like an actual like it's good. Not I don't remember if it was a good story or not. I I remember kind of enjoying it though. It was like actually like a story driven racing game. It's funny. I that mean, those, the other ones, ones were story driven as well. Yeah, but this one was like cinematic story driven, not not like this just, is the most that, cinematic. It had a huge. I, I, I know it was like I know that, but I mean like this was like action heavy, like an action movie racing game basically. But yeah. that. Like that version of cinematic means that you're not actually playing it. That means they're showing you stuff. <laughs> like these other ones were telling you a story, but then you would go and do the races. No, and yeah, get you the, would do the races. Shenanigans with the cops and stuff. Yeah, it's the same thing. I can't believe you guys. Uh, I can't believe you don't remember Need for Speed: The Run. Like that was a bad one. Like we talked about ten thousand games you didn't like, remember. It was like the you first one was, game we don't remember. Need for Speed, I think on Frostbite. Like, I, no, like, I remember the run. I just yeah. remember everyone hated it. Oh, I remember having the runs. Am I right? Diarrhea. <laughs> uh, after Need for Speed, uh, Cyan, the creators of Mist, came back uh, with a game called Abduction. But then we had Remedy doing weird stuff, um, like Max Payne seemed to sort of like toe the line with live action stuff like in terms of those like hand-drawn cutscenes that were clearly modeled after actual humans which was really weird but then quantum break got the first thing where it was just like well we'll just tell the story the <laughs> actual live action things with like sean ashmore and fucking Littlefinger. also yeah, shot the little finger yeah what a what a massive failed experiment uh but then they brought it back to certain things in control like there was every time you'd watch the video from that one the, the one guy whose name I can't remember, the one weird scientist guy. The he was always in live action. That's true. See, when I was, the guy there were also like little vignettes of like other characters, like doing monologues and stuff. Like the the old director would have them. Yeah, the uh, the custodian. Yeah, I guess yeah. I was just ignorant to what FMV games were because I was definitely thinking stuff like Night Trap and and Immortality and all that, and not just games that incorporated that, like. And we have come to modern FMV games. <laughs> uh, there is a, uh, I don't want to say a burgeoning market, but there is a handful of really interesting indie games that have come out in the last couple of years that um, have done really interesting things with sort of both point and click adventures as well as this sort of, I don't know what the genre, like detective genre, I guess. That's almost what I'd lump some of like the, the Barlow games and even uh, uh, Return of the Obra Dinn. Uh, that have included live action stuff uh, uh, like fully in terms of its gameplay and that stuff like Erica, uh, the infection, the infectious madness of Dr. Decker uh, at dead of night, simulacra, uh, all games I've played. None of them, I think, reach the highs of Erica comes close. 
with a really great uh, Austin Winery score. But reaches uh, none of them reach the highs of um, telling lies and and uh, immortality for me, which I really fucking love both of them. Um, but um, to me, it's folks like more and more realizing um, um, as as we you know we talk about all the time where it seems like the the gap between AAA and indie just keeps growing because of mm-hmm. both consolidation and how expensive games are to make and as we get more and more really interesting creators in the indie space i feel like it's more and more people who are really playing with the idea of like form of a video game of like what a video game can be which um you know we talked about the other week with uh, Jamate and talking about stray of like does stray have enough gameplay to be a game and it's like i'm just happy that the spectrum of video games can range from the 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 boomer shooters to remakes of the last of us part one to all these marvel games we're talking about to these weird fmv games to um anything any match three puzzler you you play on your phone i just think the more people experiment and poke and prod and sort of see what's outside the the currently known boundaries of the video game map the more interesting it gets you know that's kind of i mean we kind of talked about that where it's just it's an experience you want to experience whatever form it is Mm -hmm. so i mean yeah i mean yeah yeah i mean you know no no shade of jim a but i think like even asking like what you know what counts as a video game it just i think it's a question that personally doesn't matter (laughs) as long as you're having enjoying whatever you're experiencing yeah yeah like i if you want to if you want to come up with a different word for it that's fine like i don't know i'm I'm pretty much on the record for not giving a shit about words um which is a weird thing to say words words of jazz as a deputy (laughs) that was my jazz um and a couple of people have mentioned uh more recent sort of hit games that have included live action stuff like inscription has live action footage and uh the witness true and live action footage if you get to the weird uh, the secret ending of the witness do you guys know about this? It's just Jonathan, Jonathan Blow is wearing a catheter. Those, those puzzles oh my God, make me Blow. angry. Wait, is that You want to see Jonathan real? Blow wearing a catheter? He got a secret that's what he's doing witness. in that? Yeah, he's got a catheter. I, he's, I, he's, I, he's been witnessing this. I stopped playing The Witness. The Witness kind of bored me. Game? <laughs> I mean, it's about as long as uh, it's been between Braid and The Witness as it is right now, right? Yeah, he goes. And they announced a Braid remaster for the 10th anniversary. And you know what? That or for the 15th anniversary, whatever anniversary it was, is no longer that year anymore. <laughs> it's um, too hard to redo it. Yeah, it was, it was you can't get sold, they couldn't amazing. get Soldier Boy's approval. <laughs> Just did not think he made that much money from Bray. Well, I guess he doesn't have a big development team, so no, Thekla is a very small company. He also, he also manages like a uh, sort of like an indie angel investor fund, right. um, which uh, he doesn't publicize a lot, but he's helped invest a lot. Uh, I also think Braid and The Witness were both extremely profitable for him for I'm sure. the, the relatively small amount of folks working on those games. Um, that's well, yeah, it. Got a big marketing deal from Sony. I'm sure that was a pretty penny in his pocket. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Appearing on stage at Sony. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, back when Sony used to, back when the pendulum was in Sony's corner of them, uh, 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 you know, championing their indies, and then that's shifted over to Microsoft, and at some point it goes to Nintendo, and then just the pendulum keeps going back and forth between Microsoft and Nintendo now. <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels like now it's Microsoft and Nintendo. Yeah, which is cool. Immortality, uh, I think we, I probably mentioned a few times, is uh, available on Game Pass, so you can check it out there. It's also going to be. That version's not out yet, but it's going to be available on iOS via Netflix. So it's going to be one of those games that if you have a Netflix subscription, you're going to be able to download on your phone and play it. So th- is this supposed to be 
a Netflix game? No. It was not published by Netflix, no. It is not published well, by no, I know. Yeah, I know it's not published by them, but like, because... You will not be able to play stories. this. You will not be able to play this on your TV via the Netflix app. Okay. You will be able to play. Can this. you play you any be... of Netflix's games on your TV no. via the Netflix app? Because no. they, they started yeah. publishing games, right? And like, apparently, no one's playing them. And I think that's the problem. Like, they like, how do you play Netflix's games? Do you they just download are, them? They are extremely hard to like find. An like, it's are, they're really hard to, <laughs> They are extremely hard to find. But ostensibly, you download them just like you would download an iOS game. Uh huh. But it does like a to- uh, it does a check to see if you are a Netflix subscriber, and then you can download it to your phone and just play it on your phone. And as long as you're a Netflix okay, subscriber, so you can. All right. So like, yeah, that, uh, they just did it into, out, the, into the like, breach on iOS. Wrong. Yeah, like into the breach, you could do. They said uh, the artistic escape or the artful escape is coming soon to it. Uh, like, Oxen Free One is going to come to it, and Oxen Free Two because they now own. Um, night school games, which is strange. Right, that was a. Um, I, I, man, I kind of feel bad for that studio because that was a dumb decision to say, "Yeah, we'll let you buy us." I'm sure they. Point. I'm sure they got a fuck ton of money from it, but I guess they're not. Their studio's not going to be around that much longer. Well, it's like when uh, <laughs> Forrest Gump bought stock in the Apple Company. Now, Mama don't got to work no more. Yeah. If I don't have to work anymore, yeah, I'd be guess, yeah, fucking. I'll gladly sell out. We'll, yeah. just, uh, we'll just they'll kill the studio and then come back as Night School Studio Two. <laughs> Day school right yeah because like they can't yeah. like if netflix goes under or decides to netflix not gonna go under i think they're just gonna kill that division pretty quickly are you netflix does not have a history of of waiting letting something have one season and then canceling it like how could you yeah, that's true netflix I, has never done that no and uh, you know, um, i'll eventually get my next season of marco polo that can't be a real show. That was a real, that a real show. show. It was pretty good. <laughs> you, you're like the only person who I think has watched that I'm show. I'm sure I was. I like my historical <laughs> epics. Leave me alone. <laughs> what was that? It was just him yelling out his name and like someone in the distance yelling out his last name? Yeah, it was literally 10 episodes of that. Yeah. Just what, what was Marco Polo's deal even? He, was he like a swim? He was a big swimming pool guy? Uh, the, the Marco Polo show was like about the, the Mongol invasion. It's it actually pretty good. <laughs> what did what did he? He was involved in that? Yeah. Do you think in the second season he would have teamed up with Jin from Ghost of Tsushima? Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That'd have been gnarly. Or... I, don't, I have I have my doubts that Marco Polo had anything to do <laughs> with the situation <laughs> they put him in. I don't know. I I'm I'm not studying history, but I don't know. It just doesn't sit right with me. Will says Marco Polo season two was fire. Yeah, the will will could be lying, but who knows? No, the, the, the both the both seasons were not bad. <laughs> it was it's got an eight on IMBD, IMDb. Uh, I don't try. I don't. Yeah, that's user reviews. And it had a budget of two. No offense to users. I don't, I don't trust anyone who was dollars, By the way, <laughs> that's too much money. Oh my god, Irish Zombie just said bring back Marco Polo. <laughs> Polo, uh, Nick, what kind of stuff have you been consuming? Uh, I had just started Warrior, uh, which was a Cinemax show that is now on HBO Max, and it's a martial arts show uh, set in Chinatown in like the eighteen late eighteen hundreds, and I think like I think it was in San Francisco, California, wherever wherever they were at the time. San Francisco, uh, and it's inspired by the writings of Bruce Lee, and it is a brutal and really interesting martial arts show. Like, if you are not sold on the show after the first episode, I'd be shocked. It's super good. It's super well shot. The cinematography is really good. The action's really good. 
very excited to watch more of it. I just caught it because uh, on uh, right before I watched uh, House of the Dragon, I saw the season three trailer for Warrior, which is coming to HBO Max next year. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh fuck! I remembered seeing like that show, and I was like, where the fuck is it? I don't know where to watch it. Oh, it was on Cinemax. Oh, Cinemax is dead. Now it's on HBO. <laughs> Wait, is that what happens? Like Cinemax doesn't exist anymore, yeah, or did dead. they just drop the show? No, Cinemax. Oh is dead. shit. They sold all their When did that happen? I don't know. I thought it happened decades ago. It did not. <laughs> I was wrong. I was I was I was mistaken. Yeah. Uh, wow, okay. Yeah. Do you remember that show uh Into the Badlands, that AMC yes. martial arts show? Yes. Is is this at the same level in terms of fight choreography or like would you say it's better? I'd say it's better. But okay, because I really like the fighting in Into the Badlands. That was actually like really well done for yeah. TV at the time. You know, I never I, Never finished that last season. I think season three came out like a, two years ago. I don't think yeah, I ever I, went back to it. I'm pretty sure it's I watched it all, but like it, it ends on a. Yeah, the story was not great. I really did watch it for just the, the fights. Action. Yeah, but yeah, like the story it, in this, they, actually it got good. canceled and it's kind of a a, a cliffhanger, so it sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, have you guys seen Gangs of London? You know about Gangs of I, London. I know about it. Have not no. watched it. It's on AMC. Is that Plus. a sequel to Gangs of New York? Oh, that'd be great. Fucking <laughs> that's a, that's like a, a little prequel with Bull the Butcher. Uh, no, it is not. It is a uh, it is like a, a, a kung fu crime show set in uh, old Cockney London, but it's done by Gareth Edwards uh, or Gareth Evans, excuse me, who did the raid. So it's the oh, raid. Oh shit! In okay, London. Uh, and so it's, it's just dudes. It's just dudes beating the shit out of each other. It is great. It's like eight episodes of just up. dudes like be like oi 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 and then beating the shit out of each other in a bar. It's like it's great. That's I have like no my idea. favorite thing. That's my favorite have, thing is dudes going oi 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 and then just fucking fighting. No, I have no. I could not tell you a single thing about like what the actual plot of that show was, but it is great. It is guys just like beating the shit out of each other in London. Um, that's, also, that's kind of the I hallmark of a good. No, go ahead. No, I just clicked at it now. And first off, to tell you how much I forgot about the show, I said it was old timey Cockney London, set in present day London. So first off, I had the time frame wrong. Loosely based on the 2006 video game of the same name, I clicked this, a Sony London Studio PSP game called Gangs of London. I knew very little about this show. Ooh, it got a lot of threes and twos. It was a very bad video game, apparently. Um, But I I promise you, they made a show off of it. Nick, did you know Gangs of London is based on the PSP video game Gangs of London by Sony London Studio? Because I just learned that, and I'm not happy with that information. I did not. Um, great show. Great show. Just If you just want to uh, just veg out and watch guys go oi, 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 and beat shit out of each other inside <laughs> bars, it's great. It's really well filmed, and it looks like everyone got hurt. My favorite action scenes are the ones where it looks like everyone got hurt. Uh, yeah, You finish like place. the raid, and you're like, everyone had to have gotten hurt, right? Like. That's that's uh, warriors like that. Everybody gets hurt because that's a gore yeah. warrior. No, I want to know like if the real people got hurt. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine too. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like it. I don't like it being like I don't care if like the characters get hurt, but I'm like uh, ooh. Yeah, and then I also started Dungeons Inferno, which I had never gotten around to playing, and I'm okay. quite quite like it. Uh, I'm curious. Yes. Why? I am. And I don't on... mean that as like uh, making fun of you, but like why? I I've just been like on a action game binge lately you know playing god of war 2 and then uh i wanted to find another game that kind of played like that so i just i've been kind of picking up random games and just kind of going through them and dante's inferno was one of them uh and i plan to play like i started but never finished like the castlevania lords of shadow games so those are next on my list to do 
because uh, I've been. Yeah, I think I've, all of those are like God of War, mm-hmm. uh, fast followers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I've been. Yeah, I was like dabbling around in, in like Ninja Gaiden, Sigma on Xbox Game Pass, but I think I don't think yeah, I'm I remember gonna, you mentioned that. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to continue with that one. I just the camera system in that is so shit. <laughs> have you? So obviously you got you got big into Bayonetta. Uh, have you played Devil May Cry? I've tried. I just. I haven't gotten into it. I don't really. I don't know. I'm not, I'm DMC. Not, yeah. yeah, I love DMC with the, the Ninja yeah, like Theory I, one. Yeah, the yeah. Ninja Theory one. I, no, I did play that one. Yeah, uh, that played that way back in the day. Did you play Devil May Cry Five? I have it. I've started it up multiple times. I just I, I don't know what it is. Like I feel like maybe it's just like with the style system in those, like the fights just take too long for me or something. I don't know. I was pretty. I think the controls are like bad in them. I did. Honestly. Yes, I did. That's why in like modern ones. Yeah, yeah DMC like five. I, I did I not have like to change the, the button game. configuration. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a it's a holdover from like just I think the older PlayStation versions. Like the people who have mastered that, like they need that because it's what they remember. And so going forward, they just kept it that way. But like, well, like I, I think you should just change all the buttons in that game. Devil May Cry one is like it tries it like controls like a resident evil like an old resident evil and so it's like what is happening in this game what well, are we doing how, here that's how ninja Gaiden controls <laughs> the first oh one. yeah yeah With, you know yeah, fix, fix camera scenes and everything i yeah i i got through like two chapters of it and like i got to like the village you know and it burns down and like i just i keep getting confused by the camera and i've had enough Especially, did you that where okay. exactly where i stopped was uh the first time you fight ho- uh soldiers on horseback and I was getting so frustrated with that. <laughs> I think it's really unfair if I have to fight a man on horseback and I don't have a horse myself in a game. Well, that and they keep yeah, he going should, out he of frame. Go get you a horse. They keep going out of you. frame of the camera, so you can't get to him. Yeah. <laughs> have you played uh, Vanquish? Uh, play the demo of that. I think you would love Vanquish. I, I, I know I would. I know I need. I and did you play Revengeance? Yes, I played Revengeance. Okay, we did it. Those are all the games. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, no, no. I, half the games I've played this summer have just been old Xbox 360 games I never got around to with Dragon Age, Dragon Age Two, and you know, Quake Four, and just kind of catching up on that backlog of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's honestly, nice. it's a good, it's a good time for that, and a good time to you know grab the random interesting indie that comes out seemingly once a week. Yeah, it's been kind of nice just going through the nostalgia of when games are a little bit simpler. I think like it just no. Mm-hmm annoying like i'm not stuck in menus for half the goddamn game and leveling up everything. it usually toss you into the action really quickly yeah it's like the game starts and you're into it there's not like a 30 minute prelude just to get to the gameplay I, yeah like you know more and more games have gotten so cinematic it just takes an hour or so just to get started in the game <laughs> yeah no yeah it's all, all that prestige they're chasing yeah it's like that it's just it's you know, playing a lot of these older games, just like the simplicity of it is like, let's, let's get back to some of that. Like, cause I'm trying to think like, even this is the last time we got, I mean, you know, obviously God of War and God of War Ragnarok, but like even those games are more complex than the God of War yeah, that came before. Chilling a lot of menus in those games. Yeah. So, I mean like where, like where did the, like the simple action game go? And then it was kind of funny with Gamescom, you know, like the Ninja Gaiden devs or whatever, making that, that new game that I saw. Um, fuck. What was it called? I know oh, the, we, we covered it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Look pretty cool. Yeah, I have to find it. I mean, it seems like a I lot of those games. Like, have you, 
Uh, oh no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it kind of looks like China might be on the come up in terms of just straight up yeah. action games. Like mm-hmm. they got that uh, Wukong yeah. game coming. There's that other one that has wind in the title. I can't remember what it's, what it's called. Yeah, but they always have like really interesting like showings, and they're like, oh, "Is this game gonna actually come together?" Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah that that is the other <laughs> shoe, right? Is that this, yeah. this also seems kind of fake? I mean, like, it, it seems like, like an NFT ploy. Yeah, <laughs> it's it seems like that genre has been like almost like devoured by souls like well souls like yeah partly souls like so yeah 100 percent uh but also like sort of live service like what marvel's avengers what we got with that and then what like it's not live service but i watched a a, a recent ign preview of uh, gotham knights and they go into the menu, and there's just so many numbers and shit in the menus. And I'm like, oh, there's so many fucking yeah. numbers in this game. Just let me be Nightwing and hit a bunch of dudes with a baton. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, I, mean, well, mm-hmm. I don't. I oh, there's so many numbers on screen. Oh, just get numbers, get numbers out of here. That's what I, I want numbers. In my happy games. with the, with the Gamescom because you guys already mentioned the the two. Where wins me? Um, there's also mm-hmm. Phantom Hellcat, which looked really good. I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah, it was my Phantom Hellcat. Sure all in what was games. the one that had like a fake bayonetta and like super tight spandex? I don't remember. Um, surprisingly, uh, no one knows what I'm talking about. No, that, that one looked bad real. though. That one looked bad. Yeah, it, that did not look good. Uh, Are we worried that we haven't seen Dokovi in a year? <laughs> I'm I am extremely worried that Dokovi will not <laughs> see. Do we think that game was a Ponzi scheme? They made they made Black Desert. I don't. I just keep your expectations in check for that one. They they, have, they also have another game they announced and haven't shown. Uh, the was it Crimson, Crimson Desert? Crimson Desert. Yeah. And they, they basically like put, that, they put it on hold. That game looked fake. They put it on, they <laughs> like put That it game on looked like there's no way this is a video game. My favorite fake game is Everywhere or Everything. Yeah. The uh, the game by that dude, Leslie Benzies, the guy, like one of the Yeah, the, the Rockstar yeah, shoots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, it's a metaverse, but it's also not. I'm like, oh, I don't know. This is too much. Don't get, get out of here. Just give me Dokovi. <laughs> this is the fucking also, curiosity my, game all over again. My, oh, no. <laughs> my expectations are in check for Dokovi. All I'm asking for is a life changing experience. Okay. Is that, that's is, fair. is that too much? <laughs> I just want to be shaken to the core. You should, uh, yeah. That's all. Go on, go on Twitter with that one. You'd be fine. I think Dogovi, everything they've shown is perfect. It should, I, I, honestly, it should never come out because... It can never it, be better than it is in your head. <laughs> you can't disappoint a picture. That's what uh, Donald Glover told me about LeVar. Well, when, uh, when we put up the stream goal for uh, to do uh, the wishlist live streams of Frost, I think yeah. I think it might have been Lampy, the next one. He said that, or... Somebody said the next goal should be Marty live streams concept art and just imagines that the best game it can be. <laughs> uh, that sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No qualms here. Yeah. Uh, people in chat think you're talking about Project Eve. Yeah, I just confirmed it. Uh, George yeah. Lucas is right. Yeah, it's yeah. Project Eve. It, the trailer uh, looked stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was revealed. But it's, it's basically just Bayonetta. It? It was apparently uh, last year during a PlayStation showcase. That's what all the trailers oh, show. Yeah. September 2020. I remember that. Which I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, KC, what do you you've been you've been you've been cooking anything good? Like literally cooking? No, I'm not no, figuratively. <laughs> also, literally, if you like wanted to share some like recipes, how's that, how's that blue meth coming? I mean, that was a breaking bad reference. Uh, uh, I. I've been watching kind of some really tame shows, like not like the sort of stuff that we cover here for the most part. Been still catching up on uh, Ninja Turtles. Uh, Rise of TMNT is the actual title. Um, 
It was yeah, a canceled we, we never, Nickelodeon we never cover cartoon. Ninja Turtles here. <laughs> well, not the cartoons, at least. I would, I would absolutely write a thing on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles if you'd let me. You never ask. Go do I it. <laughs> never Maybe I will. You. Maybe I will. Don't threaten me with a good time. Are you excited for but, um, the turtles? The turtle, the Kawabungas? The the Kawabunga collection? Not really, because that that's like a, a lot of the Game Boy games and stuff, right? Yeah, it's like everything. Yeah, Game Boy, NES, SNES. Yeah, like, like my, I emailed I like them the saying we wanted to code for coverage, ones. and they never got back to me. I feel like I was, I was Sad. sadness. But um, the cartoon um, is really, really good. Like it's, it's, it's surprisingly. Well, I, I don't really say surprising because a lot of the new age cartoons kind of hit the the silliness angle really hard. But then we'll also have a flip side that's uh more serious and that feel with like you know mystery and revelations this one doesn't dive so hard on the existential crisis like uh some of the big jams like steven universe and adventure time does but it still it still has like a pretty cool mystery they've completely changed all the stuff you know about teenage mutant turtles though and i feel like that's probably what rubbed a bunch of fans the wrong way and got it canceled because like there's a bunch of tiny changes like uh rafael is the leader for example um the turtles are technically different kinds of turtles so like they they're not all exactly the same look and style which i guess rub people the wrong way okay i didn't realize that act super different yeah in the movie oh i only watched the movie and i Mm. I noticed i was like they all seem like kind of different sizes and shapes and shit apparently yeah because they're different which i kind of i kind of like like it kind of goes along with the personalities that they they have and their personality is still pretty samey in terms of like what you know them as archetypal characters whatever um but the, the main thing that sticks out, honestly, is the quality of animation. Like the action in that show is straight up trigger levels of animation. Like the like the studio that did uh, like uh, Kill a Kill and yeah. uh, Gurren Lagann uh, and one of those Star Wars shorts, the one with the two twins the that one. like were fighting in space. Yeah. yeah. The the fights in that show, they, they don't get as outlandish, but in terms of a grounded New York City bunch of mutants, it gets wild. And it's super impressive how they animate everything and like the kineticness of the movement and action scenes. Like it's so fun to watch. Like I'll, I'll like I'll be sitting there like uh, like really getting hype and excited to kind of see the conclusion of like those action scenes. Like it's it's really freaking cool. Um, and I, I looked up the animation house. It's just Nintendo, not Nintendo. It's just Nickelodeon Studios. Like oh, Nickelodeon just has animators in their ranks that can do work like this. And like <laughs> I'm surprised. Like where like what else do they do that looks like this? Yeah, I wonder if it's just like an uh, era because when I watched the movie, uh, the fight scenes like felt like Dragon Ball Z to me, which like in a really yeah. good way. And I wonder if it's just like a bunch of folks who like grew up watching like sick ass anime, and they're yeah, not like, like that, their that seems what it is. Yeah. So like, I, I really hope, um, I hope it gets another chance because that movie is new. Like I'm, I'm assuming it it got sent to Netflix and it got popular on Netflix. So like now they mm-hmm. they gave it a little bit more funding to do something else. So I'm hoping we get either more movies or more series uh, from that show. But if not. Give those guys something original, like let them just go wild with whatever they want to do. Because oh, yeah. I, I cannot, I cannot stress enough how good that show looks when it's in motion. <laughs> like it's it's fantastic. Like, I'm I'm so hooked on it right now. I can't wait to finish that so I can then watch the movie, which I've been putting off uh, until I finish the show. Heck yeah, yeah. The movie is cool. Um, I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, great. Um, and outside of that, I've also been watching uh, Never Have I Ever, which is a Netflix original series. <laughs> It's it's pre- it's just it's no it's a, it's a high school uh like rom com type thing, 
it's written by Mindy Kaling and it's okay. really funny. Like it's really, really funny. And like the story is a little annoying because it is high school drama and the main character can be insufferable and in that she just makes all the wrong decisions. But I think that's the appeal of the show. Like she's a, sure. she's a dumb teenager and like she, her hormones get the best of her, her, like her bad decisions get the best of her. Like she's super impulsive. She's super insecure. <laughs> and it's like, like Davy, just do this thing. Davy, just tell the truth. Like you're just yelling at her to just be a regular human, but she's not, she's a teenager. Like they're, they're going to go through the shit. A regular human. If we know I mean, anything teenager, about teenagers. teenagers aren't finished humans. <laughs> they're sloppy. They're still, they're still on their way. <laughs> Bunch of fucking sloppy copies. But um, but I I think the show is really funny. Um, and it's really endearing and cute. Um, so if if you're a fan of that sort of thing, check that out too. Okay. Uh, lots of Miss Marvel vibes. If if you like Miss Marvel and how that worked, similar vibe. Very cool. Except there's no superheroes in it. Uh, honestly, my favorite part of Miss Marvel was when there was no superheroes in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> then you would probably really like Never Have I Ever. That sounds great. Have either of you, uh, uh, have either of you watched his, like, this, so there's two more series that I want to start once I'm done with Warriors. Uh, have either of you watched His Dark Materials on HBO? No. Not, no. That's like books. based off the Golden yeah, Compass yeah, stuff, yeah. right? It's getting a season three next year, and the trailer looked good, so I was like, mm, I might finally give it a look. Uh, and then the other one I wanted to maybe try in chat, you can tune in too, is uh, uh, on Amazon Carnival Row, which has Orlando Bloom in it. Have not tried that. that. Is it good? Yeah. I've seen I, thought it. I've seen it. I thought it was fine. Uh, it reminded me of the, um, what was the Joss, the, the Nevers, the Joss Whedon show that uh, was on Netflix for like, or for HBO for one season. I think it got canceled. I believe it was called The Nevers. It was almost like Victorian London superheroes. Hmm. Um,. It was called The Nevers. Look at that. I remembered something. Um, I think it got buried under, because uh, I think like during production or during it coming out, Joss Whedon got the allegations against him, so right. it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> um, I, But that being said, I really like uh, Orlando Bloom, so I'm I'm all for more Orlando Bloom stuff. Who does so, it? Uh, um, guys, hubba hubba. That's my review of Orlando Bloom. Um, <laughs> I've actually been playing games, guys. Yeah, a couple recommendations. And these come hot off the presses of hot frost reviews. I played through Ooh. Islets or Islets. I S L E T S. Uh, I, I think I it think is. I think it is Islets because it's an island. Islands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a very cute. Um, uh, I think it's like a one person team. Uh, but art looks a lot like a Studio Ghibli movie, uh, which we say about a lot of things. But this one definitely looks a lot like a Studio Ghibli movie. Uh, it's a very stripped back um but really entertaining Metroidvania uh, with a lot of Hollow Knight elements to it. But it's ultimately about these like five or six floating islands that uh, have like kind of these core magnets at the center. And so you explore an island, you you uh, try to turn on its engine, and then if you turn on two of them, they collide together. And then those separate Metroidvania maps slam together to form one map. And then you put nice. a new map on it and like places you couldn't get to from one suddenly open to the other one. Uh, the combat feels again, a lot like, um, hollow Knight. Like it's, it's, it okay. is, if you, if again, if you dig hollow Knight, this is, but we have hollow Knight at home, but I mean that in a really <laughs> good way. Like sometimes it's like only seven hours. Like it was in and out of my life. I played it like on a trip. Um, I just really enjoyed it. It's like charming characters. Uh, uh, a really good sense of oh i got a new power now i remember i can go back to x y and z to use my double jump or my wall climb um nothing ever gets too tough uh the upgrade system is nice the combat's nice it's just it does nothing new but it doesn't have to because <laughs> it scratches an itch that we can wait for until silk song comes which will never come so that's fine 
Um, and then I played a couple minutes, not a couple minutes. I played like an hour uh, this morning of Tinykins, and I'm excited to play more. That's um, also on Game Pass now. Uh, I just typed, I just threw in Frost's review of that. Frost loved that one, and it's um, it's Pikmin. It's Pikmin with sort of a Paper Mario aesthetic to it. So you are a weird small human boy, like a very small human boy from a weird planet, and I don't know why you're so small. But then you crash land seemingly on Earth in just like a house. And so you're this tiny little guy in a house and you find all your little, even smaller Pikmin and you're just rolling around this house using your Pikmin to solve puzzles. And there's strong Pikmin and Pikmin who can light things and Pikmin who can open up gates and shit. Um, So far, I don't think it's as good as that Pikmin like you reviewed last year, Casey. Uh, The where where the the wild... Not, is it where the wild things are? Wild at heart. The wild, wild at heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where the wild hearts are. <laughs> uh, I really like that one. I think one. that's a movie. I think where the wild, where the wild things are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's like an old kid's yeah. book in a movie. <clears throat> um, I thought that one you reviewed where the wild, the wild, the at, wild heart. at heart, <laughs> the wild at heart, uh, the wild at heart. I thought uh, had a, had a uh, sort of a stronger aesthetic. It had that like costume quest sort of earthboundy. Like, yeah. He had going on a backyard adventure, which I really liked. Yeah, and I really like that too. Like, I didn't expect to like Pikmin because I never wanted to play Pikmin. <laughs> but oh, that's literally what Wild at Heart is. Like, it's Pikmin. And I'm like, oh, I, okay, I see why people like this. So oh, I was like, actually after why I actually like Pikmin. Yeah, like that's that's kind of what that felt like to me. And like yeah. looking at Frost review of this, I'm like, maybe I should try this. <laughs> yeah, I got a game like, pass, I, so. I really did enjoy it. Yeah, um, I'm not far enough to say uh, how crazy I am uh, about it, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play more. So. Uh, and then obviously immortality has been taking my time. Uh, and, and on the anime front, got all caught up in Spy Party. Spy Family. Spy Party is the game. Uh, I'm, I'm all caught up on Spy Family. And now uh, I'm watching Birdie Wing Gol- uh, Golf Girl Story. Casey, Birdie Wing is so good. You're going to love it. It's is like it, Haikyuu. Is it but a competitive golf, golf anime? Yes. Okay, I'm in. You sold me. I'm yes. in. <laughs> but they like, it is so fucking positive. And when like the main character does her shots, she sort of like talks. And she's like special shot, like special blue beam shot. And then she hits the ball. And it's just blue beam that goes for it. Like, it's so fucking cool. Like every I, shot. She's sort of watched that. Oh, my God. And like, the, it's all about just like. Just like these girls just like fucking golfing and there's might might be some mafia dudes or some shit, but it doesn't matter because they're just golfing. It's great. Oh, my God. One episode, they go to this rich guy's like mansion and he's got a terraforming golf course so he can hit a button and randomize his golf course and like, oh, shit, fucking things come up. It's very cool. Uh, Birdie Wing. I believe it's available on uh, Crunchyroll. The Cruncher's Roll. Nice. Uh, only I'm one season. Uh, only like 12 or 13 episodes. Great stuff. Really enjoying it. That's that's exactly what I want to hear. Like a, yeah. a short and sweet golf sports anime. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Birdie Wing. I'm writing that right now. Birdie Wing. Jubbly Wombly says Nick and I are on the same wavelength. And I think it was you just going to bed. I voided out. <laughs> voided out. You guys, you guys are sleeping on sports anime. Like anime is great. Sports anime is kind of its own class of fucking awesome. <laughs> you can start high if you want. Watch Hajime no Ippo. One of the best fucking things I've ever seen in my life. It's boxing. Everyone likes boxing. It doesn't oh, feel boxing. like anime because it's about, you know, uh, a sport where people punch each other in the face. But it's it's really good. It's a great story. Great action. Watch that. And then you're sucked in. You got to watch everything after that. One uh, of my favorite uh, film critics 
uh, over the past two years has been like one of my giant blind spots to anime. And so he's been slowly getting you going into anime. favorite film critics and Darren Trader. I do. These are people I knew about long before Darren. So it's fine. It was people I, it was people I dated before Darren. Uh, but Darren's here now. Yeah, but Darren's not watching anime. So Darren's, yeah. Darren's not. Uh, although Darren uh, did watch uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. So good for Darren. Um, <laughs> Do you know so uh He wrote about. Didn't he write about Ava when yeah, the fourth he, movie came he, out? I think he did one in the frame. I think he did a column about the fourth movie. Oh, I need to go find that. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. It was this guy's slowly getting through it. And it's, you know, Miyazaki stuff and, and Ava. And his stuff is like incredible. And he's like slowly falling in love with anime. Uh, he didn't post about anime for a while. And he's like, sorry, I watched all of Haikyuu. And it has surpassed Raging Bull as my favorite sports story of all time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Now I need to watch it's it. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> It's not hyperbole. Like, folks yeah. don't believe me when I tell you that you fall in love with this high school volleyball team. So I'm sorry if, oh, I if can't you wait. weren't the one to get I me to watch wait. it. But him saying that, I'm like, shit, no, I, I think I got to watch it. You, you and now I got, it. The, I got the taste for Birdie Wing. I got the taste for sports anime. So. That's all right. I think we're I'm telling I think you, we're man. Like uh, the final season's coming out in two movies soon. I think we're like 65 patrons away from you having to do another eight hours of Persona 5, so... I'll get my I'll get my weeb shit fixed before too long. Yeah, but you need to do the first eight hours again because you forgot what happened. I did not forget what happened. I I, <laughs> I did. I don't I even did, know where we left off. I defeated some uh, pedophile gym teacher, and then I just got like the fifth party member, the uh, in the painter house. Oh, what was the fifth? Yeah, Yosuke. Oh, look at that. I <laughs> remember stuff. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, William Lee said Nick recommended a hard-hitting historical drama. Okay, let's just pump the bricks. I don't think fucking Marco Polo is a hard-hitting historical drama. And martial arts and we and got back sports hard-hitting historical drama. No, then said a hard-hitting historical drama. Oh, a hard-hitting historical drama with martial martial arts. arts. Yeah, warrior. Okay, that's the real. Who said story doesn't matter in Persona Five? I'm fuck. How do you block? What do you do? (laughs) I'd use your fucking timeout. Timeout of you, George Lucas. Uh, Nick, it's been 90 minutes. Yeah, Would you like to go over the Super Chats and then we can all leave and go get our Jimmy Jones? I'm just going to go to Subway out of spite now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lampy donated two pounds. Oh, that's two euros. Not that it's two pounds. Can't see it. It looks so small on my screen. Uh, it says point and click match cuts. No wonder Marty likes it. I do love match cuts, and I do love point and clicking. I think it's been your favorite word this week, besides incest. Yeah, what stream was I on where I was going wild about match cuts? Uh, it's like <laughs> something else. Was it? No. no. No, it was with Jack. I was talking about oh, Jack. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, it was with Jack. Yeah, I don't think, I wouldn't go that weird with Yahtzee. I gotta be slightly Yahtzee less weird would tell with you Yahtzee. shut up. <laughs> he would. Oh, no, he would just, he would, I'd get nothing in response, and then he'd go, he'd if change you like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rube Man became a member in bonus content thanks to your support. Don't forget, we want you to start switching to Patreon. Yeah. Lampy donated another five pounds. Says, was the movie never released because they were using the wrong mic for pickup and it wasn't muting when they farted? I still told that story this week. I don't remember which stream. I was on so many streams that was on, on Monday. Jack's I don't know what was it. Yes. Or was it on that was Casey's the, no, 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 that was definitely a Jack story. I was there. Oh. I heard that one. Like I, I remember laughing very hard at that. So yeah. I don't know if I was just watching the stream. Yeah, or you, you were watching the stream because that was I know it was a stream because that's where I nicknamed Marty Marty Farty. 
jokes on you kids nicknamed me that when i was like five so well it's coming back that's like i'm now terrified the re every remartied marty farty i marty farty remartied <laughs> I'm now. You're you can't th make that joke and then laugh at it. It's yes, I can. You're, like, you're a THQ Nordic brand now. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, that last part was funny. <laughs> that's what I was getting there. You just didn't let me finish. <laughs> that's because what she you said. Laugh because you you didn't let yourself finish. Hubba hubba. <laughs> you probably laughed and then because he was thinking of the next part of the <laughs> joke because the first part was not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right uh, <laughs> i thought you were gonna say i, I didn't finish because i left i was like shit <laughs> uh lampy with a great uh point says maybe put the patreon link in the description at the escapist yeah still yeah, link yeah i gotta update all those okay but you can't say yeah 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 when you were like well you should shouldn't be a youtube member you should be a patreon member well you gotta update that shit nick instead of going to subway and eating fresh like a little sicko hey i eat fresh you're eating fucking farts over there Beastmarsh donated five dollars <laughs> dragon slayer i love dragon slayer space ace and cliffhanger all eight huge numbers of my quarters meanwhile the elden beast can go butt fuck itself ease i don't know what cliffhanger is i mean i know cliffhanger like the movie with sly stallone which i love um yeah, I don't know if it was an arcade game, but yeah, Dragon's Lair and Space Ace. It's insane because there are so many instant fail in those games. It'll be like you're running down a hallway and it's like you got to choose left or right and you go left and it's like trap door. And then you just that's your dollar. <laughs> you're like, well, how did I how was I supposed to know that? You got you to gotta pay for that knowledge. Wasn't you got to bring your walk. NES game. <laughs> I feel, probably would have been early. Yeah, it was like an old NES game that was notorious for being hard or something. Yeah. I don't know why Beast March would have brought that up. Maybe he just loves Cliffhanger. <laughs> Fucking, I'm, I'm all aboard. We'll talk about more Sly Sloan. You ever see Judge Dredd? Demolition Man? Oh, what a movie. I need to see Taco so Bells. I never went to arcades really. I need to know does the quarter and a string work? Supposedly, but then you gotta like <laughs> fucking like drill a hole in a quarter. How am I gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, like that's, that's work. You need an adult for that, and adults don't care enough. <laughs> Wait, saving them money and you money. <laughs> That's true. What if microtransactions work that way? Um, you put the quarter, Nick. Yeah, that's how I lost my first account. <laughs> in your in the in, in the disc disc <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Archie McGiach donated two dollars. Says, "What if the entire M MCU was an MV M FVM? Oh my god, I'm tired. FMV game possible." What if the entire MCU... God, there's too many acronyms. If the entire MCU was an FMV game, is that possible? Like, if the entire MCU was like Bandersnatch? Like the... Or those episodes of... What was, what was her name? Jim, Jimmy... Kimmy Schmidt? Uh, the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah. Hey, that sounds like um, a superhero. She's unbreakable. <laughs> Bruce Willis in the Shyamalan. Like, like she was metaphorically unbreakable. Though. Bruce Willis was literally unbreakable. He was literally unbreakable, yeah. The, the old movie's great. Unbreakable. Yes. Also, um, the next no, one was great. That would not work. You, you couldn't make any of the Marvel movies FMV games and have Because well, everyone would be like, <laughs> Iron Man doesn't die. He snaps and he's fine. Thanos dies. I hate him. <laughs> Chris, no, Chris everyone Pratt would just be it. like, go up his butt. <laughs> Turn small, go up the butt, and then be big. 
The boys already did that. Secret ending. Boys did it. Uh, Boys did it first. I still can't believe for that opening scene on Boys that they constructed a whole thing that people could walk inside. (laughs) Yeah, was my my urethra? Was your urethra? (laughs) Irish zombie donated five Australian dollars to bring back Marco Polo. He's lost. Good luck, Polo. This is a big one right now. King Dead 42 donated two dollars says two dollars for TMNT article by KC. There you go, KC. Yeah. That's your uh hey. that is the freelance. No, he budget. gets his rate plus two dollars. <laughs> That's your freelance budget for the entire article. <laughs> it's two dollars. <laughs> Good job. I mean, I'll, Good job, I'll, King I'll, Dead. You I'll get you a get a word in a, you get a word in a half. <laughs> You'll get a tweet. <laughs> I'll give you a, a good old TMNT sentence, but most of it's going to be taken up by the title. It just needs to be written. It just needs to say TMNT, and that's it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are dope. Uh, William Lee, been a member for three months in a row in early access. Have any of you watched DP, best thing on Netflix? What is DP? Double penetration. Uh, no, I've heard DP is really good. It's a, it's a Korean uh, crime show, like a crime drama. I've heard it's really fucking good. I have it on my Wait, list. Is DP the title, or does that stand for something? Uh, it's like D dot P dot. I imagine it's like FBI, but whatever the oh. Korean version of the DP is. Mm. I don't know. I, I don't know. That might be wrong, but I have it on my list, and several people have told me it's really good. Also, I'm sorry about the double penetration comment. No, you're not. <laughs> Stop lying. I did. That's why I apologized. No. Uh, what, what's There's that? been a couple of like Korean dramas I think what's dropping that? on Netflix yeah, recently. Yeah, like after zombie one that's supposed that to be like, Kingdom. Apparently that's supposed to be pretty darn good. I think it's called Kingdom. You know, it's a it's like a medieval zombie show. Somebody somebody in chat will know what it is. Somebody in chat I know has watched that show. William Lee says Deserter Police. Deserter Police? That's what DP is. Deserter Police. Oh. Also Lampy with a good fun fact saying, Marty, do not Google Korean DP. <laughs> a great a great <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> Yeah, the show the show the show is called Kingdom. It's on Netflix. It's a South Korean political period horror thriller with zombies and martial arts action and stuff. Yeah. So look well, that, right. that train to Nameless, Bussy. Nameless Knight said he's watched Kingdom. They've, I don't know. If <laughs> please please don't say it like that. What is that? Isn't that what it's called? William Lee liked Kingdom too. I I need to watch that. Nick, have you ever seen Train to Bussy? <laughs> train to Busan. Yeah, the really that the famous. I know what you're. Movie. I know what you're trying to get me with. <laughs> I'm not trying to get you with anything. I'm asking if you've seen it. It's a great movie. Yes, one of my favorite zombie movies in recent years. I don't think it's called Train. Did, did they kill that American remake yet, or is that still still happening? Oh, and so like someone who was doing it, someone like a good director was doing it. A good director doing a bad thing. <laughs> that happens a lot. <laughs> it never, never happened. Uh, it's, be, it's called Last <laughs> Last Train to New York. Because you can't call it Train to Bussy because people don't know where Bussy is anymore. Ooh. Oh, Timo is doing it. Movie's going to be great. Timo makes the fucking most outlandish horror movies. Timo wouldn't take this if it wasn't for some wild shit. Timo's going to be fine. <laughs> like like money. Money can be wild. No, no, no. <laughs> Timo, Timo's, Timo's going to go buck wild on it. It's going to be great. Yeah. We're all going to be like, all shit, right. this is one of those remakes that's better than the original. SVS Guru 2000 donated $10, says, I watched S- SF Debris review. I don't have no idea who that is. Uh, is this is an anime title? Why don't you read it? Is it? I'm I'm gonna, an anime I'm, wait, I don't know. It's, 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 it's not romantic. It says Maho Romantic. I've no, never, there's I've never no heard N it. in there. Romantic. Maho Rom- 
Matic. That Mahoromatic. okay? Don't say the word is too big. You read it, and when I read it, fucking give me notes on it. You added an N in there. Yeah, there's no N. Yeah, it's a Mahoromatic. <laughs> fucking snopes. Why are you not on my side? <laughs> I mean, I'm just reading. <laughs> His brain was repeatedly broken. Well, that you know, works for Marty too. By the <laughs> pedophile teacher, trying to molest the main character again and again, and it being played for laughs. Uh, I don't even. I've never even heard of this show. I've never. It's yeah, anime either. From it's a, a weird thing to come. There's no context. Uh, it's an anime from 2001, October 2001. So it was probably made in like a. Uh, everyone was weird post 9/11. So. It's that. It's that. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that description does not sound like something I want to watch. I'll be honest. Also, who's SF? I don't know who SF Debris is. De- SF Debris. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who that is either. Science fiction <laughs> reviews and a lot, a lot of mysteries in that super chat. Sorry, SBS <laughs> yeah. Guru. Oh no, I'm looking. Oh, he's got some reviews of gargoyles. Like that the is Yeah. No, the cartoon. And <laughs> then beyond. God damn. Uh, David, oh, he reviews Train to Bussy. No, he doesn't. <laughs> David Bateman donated five dollars. Says, "Have some money and thank you guys for providing a, stract- a distraction from my car catching fire earlier this week." Oh no, it's been a rough few days. Jeez, that's not good. I'm sorry about that. Well, I'm glad you're all right. Why are you giving us money? <laughs> you still want to go fix your car? Yeah, you might. You might need. You might need that five dollars. <laughs> I'm, I'm really like sorry to hear that. I'm gonna be honest. Sounds like insurance fraud. And uh, Lampy donated two pounds to say if we're doing words that Jack can't say, G off. That wasn't Jack, that was Nick. You mm-hmm. can't even say your own name, Yagoon. <clears throat> I am. It is true. It is <laughs> funny that, that you fuck up IMDb I every time. I don't know why. My dad used to do that too, but he was old. I'm, I'm old in spirit. <laughs> Yeah, but like you were that's, born that's after pretty- the Internet Movie Database <laughs> existed. Everybody was getting on my case on post ZP last week because I was like, yeah, I grew up with, you know, Jurassic Park and Star Wars. And I was like, those came out before you were born. I was like, well, I watched them after I was born. and I grew up with those when I was born. Help people to go. All, yeah. Are, are you like, yeah. Can you can you are you allowed to say that you grew up with movies that you did watch growing up, but like released? Yeah, I grew up way Wars. before your time. I grew up with Star Wars and that released. Yeah. I technically watched the first Star Wars in theaters because they did like some weird movies and my uncle took us. Yeah. Yeah. So like that was my first time seeing Star Wars like in a movie theater, like, you know, back in the seventies, but like that yeah, I don't know, care about Star Wars. Ninety five and grew up with Star Wars and like I watched Jurassic Park and Star Wars like every week. <laughs> I knew people who grew up that with like said, Wizard of Oz and weirdly shit. I'm like, all the time. I'm weird Sound of Music. Because I never watched I grew up, I grew up watching all those old Disney movies. Yeah, like, I, I watched I like, too. Peter Pan and Bambi and Pinocchio yeah. all the time. Yep. That was all it was like technically all nineties stuff for me. <laughs> I never, yeah, I never I did watch Indiana Jones though. Weird. Yeah, I feel like those didn't get played like on like network TV a bunch. The Indiana Jones movies. I feel like they were always on TNT. <laughs> oh, I, someone, had, someone had fancy cable. I I watched Mission Impossible 1 and Independence Day interchangeably like for a full three months. Like just me and my family every night we would just put on Mission Impossible 1 and then the next night put on uh, Independence Day and then go back to the other one because it was the only two videotapes we had while we were vacationing <laughs> in Nigeria. Uh, for like the summer and like I we never got tired of those movies I love those movies those movies are my childhood <laughs> incredible 
Uh, and Beastmarch with a, probably the final donation. $2 says Cliffhanger was a laser disc game from 83. Oh my god. Ah. I don't remember this. Let me look this oh, up. Sure enough. Oh, the fuck. The dude looks like Lupin. Dude, exactly like Lupin the Third. This, this is a new one of those movies that I want to The game uses animation from two Lupin films. Oh my god. Oh, I Kenny have Yoshi. heard of this. Oh my god. Yeah, I, love I remember Kenny this. Yoshi. Fuck. This is incredible. You've, you've, these parts, you've <laughs> opened up doors. At well, also, because every time I, like, I, I had, like, a, I had a full year I was depressed, and, like, the only movie I was watching was Castle of Kegliostro, and I was like, damn, someone should make a dope-ass game based on this. Turns out someone already did, so back to the depression. <laughs> gotta, gotta find a new movie to watch over and over. But, all right, I think that's So, this happen. isn't Lupin, it's just they used no, Lupin smart, to tell this other story. I mean, it is clearly Lupin, but it is, it is not a Lupin video game, but they just use right. the game like plot is loosely based Lupin. on Castle Cagliostro. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, my God. Right. This looks great. Well, it's going to wrap us up for the Super Chats and members. Uh, everyone, thank you for joining us uh, for this uh, incredibly well-structured and professional episode of Breakout. Uh, <laughs> before we sign off, before we <laughs> sign off, uh, Casey, where can folks find you? What should folks uh, check out? Oh my God, it has the same voice actor as well. How do I put this? Nice. Uh, what do you got going on, Casey? Uh, you can find me at Sigma Gears 9 on Twitch and Twitter. I uh, just had a review drop for Immortality, which you talked about a little bit on the show, but go see my uh, my three minutes of thoughts on <laughs> on the channel there. Um, I'll be back with Marty tomorrow for uh, more Metal Gear Solid 3. Heck yeah. Um, and I'll probably be around for game night, I believe, this week. Um, yeah, are, are we going to finally do the Kirby one. thing? No. Oh, no, no we're doing the big one. Okay. Fancy one. Sorry, yeah, we're doing the big the big Patreon launch one. So that should be fun. Um, outside of that, just follow my Twitter, and I'll, I'll let you know when I go live again, if ever. <laughs> my face has looked this weird this whole time because I just got an email that somebody booked a trip for me to New Delhi. There's a oh. New Delhi? <laughs> In India? Yeah. Uh, Nick, what uh, what do you have going on? I guess I'm going to New Delhi. Other than identity fraud. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm going to New Delhi. Uh, Nick, you read all your spam emails? Because you know there's a whole folder of those go to. It just where you don't have to read them. It just, it's not spam. It's like literally a full booking itinerary for a guy named Gary. <laughs> I better check my, I better check my bank account. <laughs> oh, yeah, you might want to look into that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, as for me, uh, tomorrow's Thursday, which means Marty and I are starting uh, Star Wars Dark Forces tomorrow. So that'll be fun. I gotta, I'll gotta, i test it tonight to make sure we don't have a Quake 4 issue again. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what, what else tomorrow? You got Metal Gear tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. And then Friday, Correct. Amy and I are going to test out Viva Pinata tomorrow to make sure that we can play it co-op, but we should be starting... Viva Pinata Trouble in Paradise. Not gonna do the whole game or anything, but we'll, we'll play a couple streams of it. She was that's exciting. Yeah, she was super excited to play, to play that. I don't think she's ever played it, so to play something a little different for Amy for once. That's not a shooter. Did you guys finish? Did you guys finish Divinity oh, or no. did you just? No, I, I just got yeah. I, tired I, of there it. was never gonna be any chance they'd finish that game. <laughs> I knew that as soon as they announced it. <laughs> nah, I mean we we we've made pretty good progress. Like if we if we kept going, it'd probably take like six more streams. But I was like, eh. <laughs> I think everybody's kind of like our. It? No, no, no. We we're like halfway through Act Two. Um, there's only four acts. So the last few, the last two acts aren't that long. Act Two is the longest, but 
uh, and we were we were kind of speed running through it. But I think I think she, like she'll definitely want to finish it. She liked it a lot. I think it's just not a mm-hmm. great game for streaming. Like we definitely like we're having like fifty people watching. I was like, yeah, time to kill this. <laughs> so William Lee says that you would shit your pants so often if you went to New Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Indian food? I love God, Indian food. I fucking love Indian I just, food. I just I literally just had butter chicken two days ago. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of specific uh, Indian foods. Butter, like butter, garlic, butter chicken and garlic naan. Oh, dude, garlic naan. Oh. Mm. Oh. Oh. Um, that's it for me. I'm hungry now. Oh, and uh, kind of party, lunch party, Saturday, 6 p.m. Lots of party games. We play Jackbox Party Pack. Uh, I think four, and I think I'm about to pick up uh, eight because I, I heard it has a sequel to like Quiplash. Uh, so I want to. We don't have to buy any games for that, right? No, you just sign in. You know, you just phone? sign in for Jackbox, and then. Uh, okay. Are we starting at the right time, same time, or are you? We, yep. uh, okay, and it just might go late if people want to go late. Yep. Yeah, we'll probably go uh, to like nine or ten. Maybe we'll see. Just kind of see how people are doing. Bring some drinks. All right. Bring some food. Have some fun. Indian food. Should we all eat a bunch of Indian food? Oh yeah, and then uh, we'll make sure to unmute every unmute everybody's mic but yours, so we know who's ripping them. Guys, I get real, I get real <laughs> nervous now. I can't believe it. It was a fucking, it was that fucking program we used to record that podcast. I know we couldn't. Rec- I, I was like, hey, can I record my audio on my end? He's like, no, 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 I got it. I think he knew. I think he secretly knew I was going to do a bunch of farts during it. Do you, uh, do you rip them when you get nervous? Good content. Uh, I don't remember when we get nervous. I just had like whatever was the deal with my stomach. Like I, I'm gonna be honest, guys. I don't want to brag. I farted zero times during any of my streams so far this week, and I did three streams on Monday. <laughs> I did fucking two streams yesterday, two streams today, zero I'm farts. Sorry for our female audience. <laughs> Girls fart too. There, there are, I know there are guys who also don't want to hear about farts. <laughs> oh, is there you one of them, Casey? <laughs> Uh, I mean, prefer not to hear about. No, I was kind of, I was kind of hoping it, you did it when you got nervous, because then I would know you were telling first class trouble, and I just see your yeah. face scrunch a little bit, like <laughs> try, try to listen. listen to no, I just just see his face, like oh, I didn't do that. <laughs> oh, also Friday. Do you know what the deal with this Jack stream on Friday is? Yes, uh, twelve thirty p.m. Central. Jack is doing a sponsored stream for uh, RPG Stories which is a new virtual tabletop system that's coming to Kickstarter relatively soon. Uh, huh. It's basically, like, if you've seen, like, Tailspire, it's like that, but this looks even more in-depth than that. Um, so the developer will be on stream with Jack, giving you a full rundown of the software. It looks pretty sweet. Make sure you check it out. Yeah, sounds I cool. I haven't seen Tailspire, but I've seen Tailspin, which is a great cartoon with Baloo. Shout that's out good. to Baloo. And shout out to you all. Disney, hell yeah. Uh, thank you guys uh, so much for, for tuning in, for hanging out, uh, for for getting those those super chats, those donos. I see a bunch of green names just for being just for being good. Even you, George Lucas, you're being great. You're being great. I know you say a lot of weird shit about anime, but it's fine. Still like you anyways. Uh, and remember, yeah, our new uh, the Patreon launch, which is really exciting. Throwing that link in there again. Uh, Again, if you want to support us, that is obviously the the, the website and, and YouTube uh, help greatly. But this is the way where we get the most money. And through this, we are going to be able to um, uh, do a bunch of not only the cool shit we've been doing, but a bunch of weird ideas for shit we have uh, going forward, including uh, more stuff with Jack and Yahtzee, Nick being forced to play more Persona, uh, possibly getting the Adventures Night crew to be able to film an entire season in person somewhere. Bring we got to do it, guys. My, We're my, counting on you. 
my big crazy goal is to bring back the Escapist Expo in some form. And uh, we haven't we haven't listed it yet because I need to talk to the parent company about how much that would cost or what we need to do there. But uh, the cool idea would be like doing like the indie showcase in person and then making like an Escapist community meetup. But we can also oh, just yeah. do goals for Escapist community meetups too. That's that's a thing. Oh yeah. Keeping an eye on how uh, Last End Media does their meetups, so paying attention. Hell yeah. Uh, thank you guys again so much for uh, Casey, for Nick. This is Marty. This has been Breakout episode number 53, uh, and we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow at noon for Star Wars. I will remember that next week's episode is episode 54. It will. Yeah, sure, it will be. Two, sure weeks in, will. two weeks in a row, I've called out the wrong number. I you have it. I've called out the right number, and then you've said it was the wrong number. I know. So I said I called out the wrong number. Just don't call. Just assume I'm right. <laughs> You're the Snopes guy, though. I can't. I literally have a list. How far back does my list go of topics? Uh, episode number twenty-three. I have a list of all of our topics. Why would I look back that far? No, I don't share this one with you guys. This is my personal list. That's a secret list. Oh well, then fuck off. Bye, everybody. Marty's sloppy copy. <laughs> <laughs>